The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. You can paint this with purple. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. How we doing on this Thursday? Clip Rock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. See if Shirley's paying attention. Robert Matthews says, Clipper! Clipper! He also said Chandler and Softball. I guess that would be Softball Shirley hanging out here. What's up, Robert? On a... uh, Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are with you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. Online, PR927FM.com. You can still find us on 1250 and 930. Also online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Subscribe to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube for all of our fantastic video features, including this show, The Brian Bailey Show, our ecu military bowl coverage which we hadn't had a lot of um time with the team this week that should pick up towards the end of this week and next week as we'll bring you some mike houston and ecu player audio and video all there for you right there on youtube at pirate radio tv all right coming up on today's program We'll talk to my cohort on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show, Billy Weaver. He'll join us on the Fixed NC Live line at around 325. We'll talk about what's going on in the world of sports, talk pirate athletics, and more. At 4 o'clock, we'll take another look at the Boston College Eagles as Tyler Calvaruso will join us on the Fixed NC Live line. He is from eagleinsider.com, the 24-7 site for boston college athletics so we'll get to know this boston college football team uh what you need to know about them what are their what's the fan support looking like for the military bowl from the bc side of things we'll talk about that at four o'clock with tyler calvaruso at around 4 20 we'll talk to the big man on campus jeff nadu we'll go over a uh, decent slate of college basketball tonight we'll talk army navy we'll get his thoughts on east carolina boston college and the military bowl and he's got a fight, an actual sanctioned boxing match coming up Friday night. It's uh, Rough and Rowdy, presented by Barstool Sports. And uh, we'll talk about that and how he's feeling uh, a day and a few hours ahead of his boxing match coming up Friday night. So we'll dive into that in hour number two as well. Troy D will be alongside in hour three. We'll talk to Touchdown Tony Collins. Tony, you guys are tired of cocky clip. Uh, Cocky Tony is going to be here because the Patriots are the hottest team in the NFL. They have won seven straight games, and they won the other night completing just two passes. Mac Jones was two out of three. They ran all over the Bills on a bad weather night in Buffalo. We'll talk to Tony about the NFL. Pirates going back to a bowl. We'll play 40 bowls in 14 days. And open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest for another day and make you a winner we'll run down the prizes that have been won and the prizes that are left here on this thursday program all right clip rock here chandler honeycutt hanging out in studio shirley rhodes producing as well as 
cj schaefer on a pittsburgh steelers game day we'll dive into that momentarily but we'll start uh by taking a look at the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck da buck last night chandler another uh, fun loss and this one wasn't as fun as the previous one this week i'm talking about the charlotte hornets losing to the 76ers for the second time in three days uh hornets are undermanned right now uh they did get a big performance which i called for from yep. gordon hayward sure did. he had 31 but unfortunately joel and beat at 32 it was not enough sixers beat the hornets 110 to 106 hornets still have a winning record of 14 and 13 and hopefully we'll be getting back some help very soon they're without ball rogier Plumley. who else uh, uh jayla mcdaniels yeah they are who undermanned is, you know right now a so. good part of this team uh, so the Hornets lose last night. Coming up tonight in the NBA, the Sixers right back at it. They will be on a back-to-back as they'll be uh, taking on the Jazz at home, Lakers at Grizzlies, Nuggets at Spurs. Let's get a quick look. The Canes won on Tuesday night, and they are in action tonight on the road at Calgary. 9 o'clock, ESPN Plus, Valley Sports. Uh, when I was a kid... Where's Calgary um what do you mean like where is it at like where's the flames from Calgary. Kennedy. canada canada <laughs> canada 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 i was trying canada. to say canada are you trying to say what part of the country of canada is calgary from yeah i want to say they're a western conference team so i'm gonna go west <laughs> but that's let's look it up i was guessing east okay maybe they're east maybe you know more than i do I probably don't. That's why I'm over here. Alberta. It's a city in Alberta. Now, I got a question. Where is Alberta? I didn't want to ask I know in Alberta. I did not know my provinces. And oh, I was right. If you go south, you're going to uh, like Missoula, Montana, Idaho. If you go directly south. I've been to Missoula. So, uh, you've been to Missoula? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, Calgary is south of Edmonton east of british columbia and a little uh northeast of seattle washington so there is your geography update wow what a trip today that's a big that's a long trip i was a uh i was a a big fan of uh church hymns and songs amen and uh one of my favorites back in the day was hotel on the mountain (laughs) (laughs) he is going to level you Look, man, there's times to joke, times to laugh. When I'm talking church hymns, not one of those times. Understood. That is the time to kind of reflect, look inside, look inward, not talk outward. Got me? Oh, my God. You're full of it. One of my favorites was at Calvary. Ed Calvary, and I was so confused as a youngster because I thought Calvary and Calgary were the same thing. So every time I'd hear the Flames on Sports Center, you would like, think it was some sort of like religious like, group. Yeah, what are they? 
So are they see was Jesus in Calgary? They're like a nonprofit hockey team. <laughs> I I couldn't wrap my head around it, but uh now I know the difference. You know, you, now that I'm an old man. You humming that song really makes me want to hear you do the BC commercial again. One time. <laughs> Just for old time's sake. BC powder, it's the power, the power of BC. Uh the, the that last part yeah. is what gets me. I wish they'd bring that back BC and let me uh let me do the song. Uh, let's throw it out there. What are your all-time favorite church hymns? Hit us up on Facebook Live, Twitter. Do you guys have any? Um, I like. I used to go tell it on the mountain is a good one. That is, yeah, a good I like one. that song. Um, uh, he lives is a good one. Because he lives. I love because it's like upbeat. He lives, he lives. They all sound like fight songs when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> the pirates on the da da da. They're gonna go and play because lives, they live. Yeah, but then they slow it down. You ask me how I know he lives. That's just great tune. Yeah. Great freaking tune. Ah, we're taking you to church I've got on to, this Sunday or this this Thursday, I should say. What one, do you got, one of my favorites is um, "Let Us Break Bread Together." Um, Sounds like an R and B song. It, no, it's a. It's well, typically typically you hey, sing baby. it when it's time for communion, ah, and then there's one time. that is my all time favorite, and it's called "Pass It On." Oh yeah, that it's also gone. sounds like an R and B song. Wait, let me make sure I got the right one. You it only that. takes a spark to get the to fire get going. A fire going. I yeah. know that one. All right. How so, great uh, thou! How great thou art is a good one too. How great thou art. Yeah. Uh, all right. We took you to church here on a Thursday. Where did we get started? Oh, Calgary. That's where we got started with that. Uh, let's see. Tonight in college basketball. Pirates are off for a while. We'll uh, try to check in with Joe Dooley and uh, the team. And also, uh, we'll talk to Kim McNeil early next week as well. Is a bit of a break for the ECU men's and women's basketball teams. Top 25 action tonight you got a couple of top 25 teams going at it at 6 30 part of that big geese big 12 battle that i learned about yesterday <laughs> the hall the pirates of the hall seton hall taking on number seven texas it'll be number one purdue at Rutgers at seven o'clock on the big 10 network merrimack is at gonzaga and iowa iowa state that's a good one uh, because Iowa State off to a surprising eight no start this year. Mm. Iowa really good last year. Five point favorite. Lost the uh, the big fella Garza. Where is he at? Luke Garza is with the Pistons, I believe. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take that to the bank. Where players go to die. Uh, he is a Detroit Piston. Well done, Luca Garza. All right, uh, so Iowa is a road favorite tonight. Uh, Thursday night football. Steelers. Happy game day to CJ. Here we go. Six, five, and one. Vikings, five, and seven. Uh, and I say this a lot. When I say I feel like these teams play each other every week, it's really the, the type of teams. It's like last week's Bengals and Chargers game. There is a group, and my football team has found themselves in this group of teams that are mediocre. They're not good. They're not necessarily bad, but like they, they just exist. Yep. And the Steelers and the Vikings are both in that category. They play tonight. 
I love the Vikings off a bounce back. They just lost to the Lions. They're at home. I don't, Steelers don't scare me offensively. I don't know, CJ. You tell me what to think about the Steelers. You're a fan. Don't be scared. Who's out there trying to catch the ball? It's Deontay Johnson, Chase yeah. Claypool. They're yeah. good players, but look who's throwing them the ball. Mm. You're, you're making me do a lot of looking. Look! I'm looking over look here. I see the receivers. Now I'm looking at Big Ben. What else? When do I start looking at Najee well, Harris? Well, look, look north. Minnesota's north. They Well, that's up. You're looking at the sky. True. So I'm looking north. Now we're... So what are you looking at for tonight? Uh, TJ Watt to uh, uh, extend his sack lead. Yeah. Two less games than Miles Garrett, but leads the league in sacks regardless. Total is 44 and a half. So, eh. Uh, TJ Watt ruined my quarterback. That's tough. Uh, was he the first guy that killed Superman? He was. Uh, sad, sad times. Uh, let's see. Jennifer Honeycutt says Chandler got a singing talent from his dad. <laughs> okay. My dad's a good singer. All right. So uh, thanks, Mother. John says, Cliff, can you sing favorite Christmas classics on the last show like you did a few years ago? Funny you bring that up, John. If I talk about it, I got to do it. But I got an idea this year for more holiday singing that would involve all of us on the last show oh, before christmas can we get a can't wait can we get a merry-go-round of favorite christmas songs again it's like cj who do you think you are look look who do you I just want, think just want you shout are? it out mary did you know great song mary did just wanted you to shout know. it out okay? good song underrated for sure there you go for sure chandler can you sing that Mary, did you know <laughs> that short baby boy? I love that he asked, could you sing that? And little did he know, you performed that song all over town. Uh, like, not even when it's Christmas season. Just That's his go-to karaoke I'm song. I'm known back home as the Mary, Mary Did You Know boy. <laughs> and now you're a Mary Did You Know man. That's right. You're, tur- you're turning into a Mary Did You Know young man. Right in front of our eyes. You're growing up. You're a growing boy. All right. Uh, NFL Week 14. Uh, Breaking news. Man says team will win football game. Is everybody sitting down? Uh, Sure. Huge news today. Mike McCarthy said the Cowboys are going to win on Sunday. No way. He's calling his shot? Wow. Crazy. That's got to fire you up. (laughs) The only thing that fires me up about it, if the Cowboys win, okay, if they don't win, not only will I be able to gloat, dance, thrust, I'll be uh, no thrusting. I'll be able to quote tweet that for a freaking week and make fun of Mike McCarthy and his Austin Powers watching habits. I mean, there's a no-win situation really for McCarthy. And do we not do this every week? It's not a big deal when somebody says our team's going to win this game. There's no stakes behind it. If they lose, they get it was a loss. Like that earlier this year, he right? doesn't get fired. It's like when Scotty Montgomery did the "I guarantee we go to a bowl or get six wins or whatever." All right, well he didn't. Now he did get fired at the end of that season, but it wasn't because he said "I guarantee." These are all empty promises, guarantees, whatever. It does not matter at all. If it fires up Washington even more, so be it. But they shouldn't need that dope to say we're going to win to get fired up. I mean, if you ask him, he's not going to say, "Yeah, we're going to lose." So exactly. There's that say? part of it, too. You want your coach to say this stuff. You well, could have all 16 coaches, and I guess there are, well, 32, 16 games. 
uh but i guess there's bye weeks but all every coach in the nfl could say that this week yeah there was a situation earlier like that this uh this year with ucf and east carolina the the defensive tackle for ucf said that he guaranteed that they would win against east carolina unfortunately they did win but i mean i remember you kind of preaching the same thing you just preached right there that it really doesn't mean a whole lot he didn't get any uh anything extra for guaranteeing it and winning it's just it only only makes you look bad if you lose the game so uh that's a big one coming up on sunday washington two games back of dallas in the east and fighting for a wild card ravens browns is a big one in the north when we look at the in the afc north and we look at the standings right now cj you've got the ravens at eight and four Bengals at seven and five and then the steelers and browns have six losses so we, we talked about it the other day. Are the Bengals the best team in the North? Maybe. They might be. I it's mean, considering still, Lamar threw, he's thrown, what, five or six interceptions the past two weeks. Lamar has turned into the best, worst quarterback in NFL history. He is so good at times and so awful, bad turnovers at yeah. times. Um, so that division is wide open, but that's a big game coming up. And the way the NFL does this, it was not always this way. It might have been when they went to four divisions in each conference where they started backloading the schedule with all division games. And it's it's nuts now because like Washington, I know, plays Dallas twice, the Eagles twice, and they got to play the Giants again. Panthers hadn't played the Bucks all year, has it? No, it's, it's that situation where in, in years past we've seen it with the Saints where we have them um, the week – two weeks before the end of the season then we play them the last week of the season that this year that is with the tampa bay buccaneers so that's uh scary to think about but uh it's got to happen but we're playing the falcons for the second time this year coming up on sunday we got to win in atlanta earlier this year uh but yeah still haven't faced the tampa bay buccaneers got to face them twice and we got to go on the road to buffalo where we saw a great one on monday night so that makes the the browns ravens game and the washington dallas game important those are both one o'clock games on sunday looking for the best games this weekend i mean are we excited about raiders chiefs washington i'm excited about washington dallas no crap chandler that's why we already talked about that one now i'm moving on to other games okay it'll be all right I'm just trying to say I'm excited about your football team. So am I. We've talked about it. I'm trying to talk about it some more. Mike McCarthy said Dallas is going to win. Your thoughts? Mm, It doesn't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right. You're back on my good side. All right. So there's a look at NFL Week 14. I saw, um, I believe, a Tyler in the Facebook Live reference this, and we were planning to talk about it. And no, John, Denver-Detroit is not a good game. (laughs) <laughs> so we're not going to talk about that one at all. You don't mm. want to watch Teddy Two Gloves versus Jared Goff? Doesn't Coming off a win. You? Correct. You're exactly right. I don't want to watch that. That oh. was more of a statement than a question. Oh. Uh, Tyler uh, brought up this on Facebook Live. I wanted to get to it. So, Chandler, let's. Uh, we like to hang out in Section 213 in Menji's Coliseum. It's a little different because it's college and we're about to talk about a pro story, but what if ecu had a game scheduled and they weren't allowed to play in Minji's? i wonder where they would go would they go play at like rose and the rose I was garden thinking or rose. dh conley or hey pitt community college has a gym um that almost happened to an nhl team but it will not happen there was a report on wednesday night it said the arizona coyotes would uh lose access to the 
uh g-i-l-a river arena gila 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 jiggly jiggly river arena because of more than 1.3 million dollars in unpaid city and state taxes oh man (laughs) so they would have a scheduled game and the uh let's say the hurricanes go out there to play a game against the coyotes and they would be locked out of the arena they would have to go to the local skating rink (laughs) they would go to the (laughs) rink uh first 40 fans that come will get in and that's all the capacity uh apparently this has been resolved it says arizona has since come current on all bills and tax liabilities my goodness uh the coyotes issued a statement late wednesday that blamed human error for the accounting issues okay. why are you pointing that dumb mike mccarthy looks like because we just talked about it and now we're seeing it live I was you said to... it you said it doesn't mean anything and you sure are bringing it up a lot why is he on tv uh, he looks like mike mccarthy i was gonna say a big fat dumb idiot but he kind of stupid lo- idiot kind of looks like me <laughs> wearing like team gear that he bought from fanatics.com he does not look like a coach he does not coach like a coach and that's one of the reasons why i think washington can win this game on sunday is everything okay with josina anderson she kind of did the adam gay stare like why is she in a uh bunker All right, nobody can see this, so we can move on. Uh, the Coyotes do have an arena to play in, so that is a weird story. I don't believe I've ever Very heard weird. anything about, like, an in-season, a team almost not being able to play in their if, arena. If Minji's was locked out, if they couldn't play in Minji's, just go and play at the Student Rec Center. I mean, there you go. now that would be cool. Oh, they should they find have, an outdoor court. You could have everybody up in the... Oh, the, you call it a balcony, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah they do have that. Yeah, that'd be funny. Can you imagine? That'd be funny. I just went, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like how wrong. loud it would get if ECU was playing Wichita State in the rec center. <laughs> so I hadn't been in a while. But like, so they still have like multiple courts, right? Yes. Yes. And, and so there would be room. You could put in some temporary bleachers there. Mm-hmm. You could So you could have fans there. But man, could just you, fill the uh, balcony. The, the fans screaming down. That would be funny. On the players yeah. on the court. That's that an would, experience. It would be like um, one night only. The the ECW. What's the ballroom? Yeah, Hammerstein Ballroom. Hammerstein, where yeah. they're like on top of the wrestlers. Yeah, dude, that would be fun. All right. Anyway, why are we doing these scenarios? Because ECU doesn't play for a long time in football and basketball. So Gotta make we stuff up. Have a lot. To, <laughs> we're just making stuff up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have some news. East Carolina did bring in a transfer this is big news thank you chandler uh east carolina brought in a offensive lineman today and his name is parker moore and he is a transfer from west by god virginia i believe by god six four that's correct 308 pounds a tackle and man we need help at tackle um because and just think if we get uh, you know bailey malavik back healthy another year of him yeah lifting those long arms yeah maybe we could have something this guy is massive he's uh he's a big fella he's pretty big he's pretty big Six four three zero eight. uh I good get i would say the pirates got uh more size than they had before <laughs> bringing in parker moore all right uh let's take a break we'll come back when we return we'll talk to the weave billy weaver 
He joins us to talk Pirate football. We'll get his thoughts on the bowl matchup, a little Pirate hoops, some NFL, and 40 bowls in 14 days. That's on the way when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Take advantage of the week long carry out deal of all three topping pieces for only $7.99. Order online today at dominoes.com. Now, let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host. Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Man, looking forward to uh, hour three because we're going to make you a winner coming up. You could be like Jeff Dover, who won yesterday. The $100 gift card to Purple Blossom Yoga Studio. Uh, Bob Morfitt won the $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. Carrie Brown won a $100 gift card to Tiebreakers. David Stahl, a $100 gift card winner to Fresh Vibes. Patrick Brown won a free year VIP subscription to Hoist the Colors. And Mark Hall won 12 large pizzas from Domino's of Greenville. Those are the winners so far uh, inside our 2021 treasure chest. Uh, Steve Hill, regular, and Chad Moore, always trying to get in, uh, tweeted me earlier and said, Chad and I will compete this afternoon for the most busy signals for the treasure chest. Maybe we can start taking side bets. Who will have more busy signals today, Steve or Chad? We'll lay some money down and try to uh, make a profit off our listeners losing on the treasure chest. But one of you will be a big winner coming up in the 5 o'clock hour when Troy D. and Touchdown Tony Collins are here. Uh, Jeff Nadeau coming up in hour two. Also, Tyler Calvaruso coming up to talk BC football. He's with Eagle Insider, the 24-7 site for Boston College. And uh, we'll talk ECU-BC right now with Billy Weaver, my oh. co-host we don't have billy that's why i was kind of waiting for you billy to... weaver joins us now billy <laughs> hey Hello. it's me billy that's not Bill. i hope that's not uh, that might be billy billy be had billy. a billy was at work and he had a customer walk in just as i was getting ready to put him on hold so hold on one second let me see if it's him that might not be billy let's bet on this will this be billy i'm gonna say yes what do you say you say yes you say no Billy's here. Billy's here. Billy Weaver, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. How you doing? Sorry to bother you while you're at work, but wanted to talk some sports with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's funny because that used to be my job. <laughs> That's right. And now it's just a, a fun little side hobby for you. <laughs> and not that I need to tell you this, Billy, but if you do have a sale you can make while you're on this conversation, feel free to hang up on us and make that sale. So. 
Oh, no, I want to do that live on the air. How cool would that be? That would be awesome. Talk about a treasure chest winner. A uh, new car. Now, a new car. You want a new car. <laughs> Billy uh, picked a great time, or maybe we picked a great time to add Billy Weaver to the fifth quarter, whatever way, however it is, it worked out because East Carolina's going bowling for the first time in a long time. Weaver, they'll be taking on the Boston College Eagles in the military bowl. What would you think when you saw that matchup announced on Sunday? Honestly, um, well, you know, I'm kind of like everybody else. It just wasn't a very sexy matchup to me, if that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I was, we were all thinking kind of Virginia Tech or Virginia, which I think Virginia Tech, East Carolina matchup. If you're going to talk um, ECU with an ACC team, you think Virginia Tech, North Carolina State, uh, North Carolina, even a Wake Forest because you got that in-state kind of connection or a Duke with an in-state. Boston College, I was just like, eh. Um, but I mean, you're not alone. It's not the now. It one thing we do like about bowls, Billy. We do get to see teams we we never face. So that and right. look, we don't have any history with BC. I will say this too: we're learning more about them. We talked to their play-by-play voice earlier this week. We'll talk to uh, Tyler Calvaruso, who covers them. This is not the traditional because when you think BC, Billy, don't you think of run the football for three yards, play defense, yeah. play a boring game. They got a good quarterback. They got a good offense. So they're a little more high-flying, I think, than the stereotypical BC we think of. Yeah, and, you know, I hadn't looked into them a whole lot until the bowl announcement was made, and I thought the same thing. You know, I kind of equated them to, like, a Georgia Tech, uh, another ACC team that you kind of figure is that type of team. Um, so, you know, at the beginning I thought, you know, this is not the sexy pick. But, hey, you got to remember – um, at the beginning of the year, it didn't matter if, if East Carolina was in the toilet bowl playing the Sisters of the Poor. Um, it was going to be celebrated. It was going to be a heck of a year because it had been so long. So I tell you what, it's good to be in that situation where you're like, wow, I wish we had a you know a better you know ACC brand name opponent or something with a little bit more spunk to it or whatever. But hey, you got to remember. This is the first time going to a bowl game and a winning season since 2014. ECU fans will take it, and they'll show up, and it's and I think it's going to be a fun atmosphere. Yeah, Billy, and I got to thinking today. This is kind of this sounds bad, but like what's what's more important for East Carolina: getting to this bowl, getting that that sixth win, and then that seventh win, or winning the bowl game? I still almost feel like mission accomplished. If you lose this game, you have a winning season. It's seven and six, not as great as eight wins, obviously, and and maybe you lose a little momentum. I, how important is it to to finish this thing off compared to to just getting there? You know what I'm saying? Well, I tell you what, I can tell you the difference between answering that question now and answering that question during the middle of the season. And it's right, they would be to, two totally that's, different. That's answers. right. Yeah, because now you're you've ride you're riding momentum. Um, you've been playing very well down the stretch. Um, you know, and now, now ECU fans are saying, hey, you, we're a pretty good team. We should win these games now. So now the expectation begins to get a little bit more heightened. Um, so I think, I think the expectations are, hey, um, you got to go in there and play very well. Now, if East Carolina plays well and loses, I think it'll be fine. If they go in there and not play well and lose, it's going to be a long final fifth quarter because fans are going to be upset. And, you know, that's just, just the way it is. And um, 
I think that's actually a good thing, to tell you the truth. Billy, we got uh, the head coach coming back, Mike Houston, also the starting quarterback, Holden Ayler's back for another year. He made his announcement over the weekend. Uh, what was your uh, take on that? Well, I just uh, I think that's great. You know, Holt Nailers is it's so funny. I, I don't remember who exactly said this, and I because it's not originally to me. I, I saw somebody on uh, on social media say something about that that we have we've said here at East Carolina before, especially going back to the old Conference USA days and then the American days and, and playing teams that we play every year. They have a quarterback, and you're like, that guy's still there. Yep, isn't he? Isn't he like 50 years old now? Now we've got that guy we've got that guy that's going to be you know people other teams are going to be old nailers he's still there like he's still playing we still gotta we still gotta face that guy people were saying that about him like outsiders of the program this, this that i saw this year billy so next year they're really gonna have their minds blown when they see him out there yeah i think that's a great thing i tell you what it was it was nice to see uh houston get the extension and you know the all the um uh, assistant coaches got a little heat off of them for a while, and of course that's till next season. And you know that's just that's kind of the nature of the beast. But it's nice to see that uh, East Carolina has locked down Houston uh, for a while, and that uh, there's going to be some more cohesiveness um, with East Carolina. And you know Holt Nailers is the guy. Um, now it'll be interesting to see if there's any other changes during the off season because of that. And of course, you know that's Mason Garcia. We don't know what he's thinking right now. Is he going to stay? Is he here for the long term? So that'll be kind of the next thing we'll be looking at. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, and, and look, we're going to have to – and this is for every school out there, no matter what the classification is, as long as your guy uh, has eligibility left, it's in 2021 and beyond, there is a chance you could lose a player. So it is – it's so year to year now – you just hope that everybody and i do feel like the majority of these guys billy are seeing what they're doing on the field what's going on around them in the american what's coming up next year like there is something brewing here and uh an opportunity for something special to happen so you just hope that factors into these players decisions that they you know want to be a part of it and remain here yeah, absolutely. And you, you mentioned this is something that's it's happens year to year and it but you know what now these decisions are made game by game and week by week. Uh it just depends on what, you know, the play. You got to remember you're dealing with young players here and young guys and you know, they want to get out there and play. They they're competitive and they they have that competitive advantage and that edge to them. That's why they're playing at the Division 1 level. That's why they're playing at this level is because they have something inside them that competitive edge and they want to be out competing and when they're not competing they're not very happy um but they can't sometimes they they can't think outside the box and and think in the long term and what's best uh so hopefully you know the the players that are at east carolina now are seeing that this is something special um it's something that uh you know once winning gets back here at ecu which it has they they started to get a taste of that and they've gotten a taste of the atmosphere and kind of the pirate way and hopefully that will pay dividends I uh, I love stability. Glad to have the the coach and the quarterback back, and a lot of the surrounding talent as well. Hopefully, East Carolina's coaching staff can remain somewhat intact the way it is, and and those coaches who had good years coaching will not be you know pried away from East Carolina. Billy, that's always a worry as well. But stability is a good thing, and we're not in the situation like say a Duke is. And speaking of that, did you see the name? Floating out there, uh, potential Duke head coach, Weave. What's that? Which one? 
the clapper Jason Garrett's name has started to pop up and uh, according to Pro Football Talk Garrett has interest in the head coaching job Um, it says that according to the News and Observer uh, candidates include offensive coordinator of Clemson Tony Elliott Texas A&M D coordinator Mike Elko uh, are candidates for the job but Jason Garrett's name is getting a little hot and how about the clapper uh, coming to Durham to coach some football, Weave. Wow. Well, he wouldn't have to change the uniform too much. He's got the blue ready to go. Yeah. The blue. I, you know, I told you that story about going to a um, a uh, at then Redskins game with my son that had the Duke hat on the. D- oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the Skins fans giving him a bunch of grief because they it, it looks so much like a Dallas hat. So, well, which by the way, a, a bad move by your son. We can all agree on that. I know, oh yeah. I, I told him that going into the stadium. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't. He was he was young at the time. This has been a while back, so he was still a a young teenager at the time. And you know, young teenagers, whatever dad says, they do exactly the opposite. Oh yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about until halfway through the game. I have to go buy him a uh, walk <laughs> down at the veneer stand because he's tired. Of, you know, he's getting a little intimidated by people saying stuff to him, and he's like, "It's a Duke hat. It says Duke on the back." And one guy even said, "Well, it looks too much like a Dallas hat. You need to take." off <laughs> yep and by the way it is dallas week and uh my dad you know made me a, a redskins fan back in the day he has since kind of jumped off and doesn't care about it that much anymore which uh you know that great move dad thanks for making me a crazy person and then you just jumping off but he still follows them he you know he'll, he'll watch a game but i was talking to him a couple weeks ago i was like look now i know i've i've already quit on the team i'm coming back in a little bit if they could somehow win this Monday night game against Seattle and then, man, go on the road and beat the Raiders, it sets up a huge game against Dallas. And he was like, yeah, you got a lot of ifs in there. And I said, yeah, but it could happen. And here we are, Weave. This is what I wanted. I don't know what's going to happen after this Sunday or moving forward, but I got what I wanted, a big December game at home against Dallas. And that's always fun. And I'm excited for Sunday. Well, I try to get out. Pull me right back in. Yep. And I, dude, I'm so with you on that. And I was, I was out. I was early this. And I was like, man, this is this is terrible. And Dallas is running away with the yeah. Season, they were which makes it even, which makes it even worse. And then of course Dallas had that little stretch where they struggled. And uh, Washington went on a little run. I said the exact same thing that you said. Seattle, and then turn around and, and beat the Raiders, and then you got Dallas, and then oh now. You win that game because you got you've got Dallas twice and the Giants twice at the end of the season. And speaking of which, if you're if you're the Washington football team, you got to be thinking, man, who who who's um, came up with this schedule, this kind of you know gauntlet that we've got to run at the end. Well, yeah, we talked about that earlier, I, I, and it, it wasn't always like this, and it wasn't always even this this back heavy when they went to this format where they, they used to uh, they used to not be like this at all, and then they went to your last game of the season is always a division game, and now it has turned into your whole division schedule is the last month of the season. It's crazy. Yeah, which has actually turned out to be good for Washington, I guess, because 
you know, you want to be playing your best football at the end of the season. Uh, that, I mean, that's just in any, actually in any sport. It doesn't matter. You want to be playing your best at the end of the season. And Washington's doing that now. And and even, and that's without Chase Young and some other, and Montez Sweat, and, you know, some guys on the defensive side of the ball that, you know, um, have some other guys have come in and really stepped up. So it's going to be fun. Um, but, of course, yeah, I could be talking to you next week and it, we could, you know, be in a whole new, whole different mood after that Dallas game because that one's going to be, I think it's the game of the year, obviously, for, for Washington. Talking to Billy Weaver on the Fixed NC Live line, Army Navy uh, coming up this weekend, Weave, and uh, you, uh, you know, special ties to that for you. Are you going to be watching that one on Saturday? I, you know, I always tune into that. I don't, I don't typically always watch the entire game, but I always do tune into it to kind of see. I like to see the beginning of the game more than anything, and that's because of the pageantry of it. Um, anybody that's ever been to any games at any service academies knows it's a special thing. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if it's the Citadel, if it's Army, if it's Navy, Air Force. I mean, you go down the list, any service academies uh, that have football games, the pageantry trees on Saturday is just amazing and there's something special about Army Navy it really is um, it's a fun game to watch and it wasn't until a few years back when my son went into the Army that I kind of had a dog in the fight yeah so I always kind of I always kind of pull for Army um, but I'm, I'm such I'm such a guy that you know I love what the US military does for us. Um, I stand for the flag, and I'm not. I'm not saying that literally. I just say that you know I am. I am for the United States of America, and that flag means a whole lot to me. And what these uh, what these young men are doing for our country is so well appreciated that um, it's just a special game to me. It, it really is, and I, I'll definitely tune in to watch. But yeah, I got a little little bit of rooting interest for the Army side. Army, a favorite in this game over Navy coming up on Saturday. Always going to be special. And if you just like aesthetically pleasing games, uh, the uniforms are always awesome too, Weave. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As a matter of uh, I haven't looked to see what the uniforms are going to be like this year. I remember a, a few years back, Navy did the um, the helmets that had the aircraft carriers and the battleships on them. Shirley, you were talking about this, and we looked it up a week or so ago. It, it's Navy, right, that's going with the... Yeah, they're going with uh, jet fighters it's like on their top, helmets. Top Gun look yeah. with the star and the red and blue. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. We if you have a chance to look it up on Twitter, uh, they're... Uh, uniform release was actually they did like a two minute video for the uniform oh, yeah, release and a it was on re- an aircraft carrier yeah it's yeah. really really cool yeah so check that out that is, that's, i haven't looked at that but i will do that as soon as i and that that to me is just really cool and see now now that makes and that's the thing is like i said i got a rooting interest in army but stuff like that makes me want to pull for navy <laughs> just because the uniforms are so cool there you go. It's one of those games where you can uh, root for both teams, but don't let an Army or Navy man hear that. We talked to Brian Blick, Weave, who you covered back in the day at J.H. Rose. He's the director of football ops at Navy now, and he says, you know, there's a sign in every room. There's a, you know, every morning when you wake up, you say, beat Army. It is uh, it is a lifestyle. It's not just one game a year. It is something you talk about and focus on the entire 365 days. So that, that makes it really special. It's, it's pretty cool. It- it really does, but it's a it's a whole lot different than um, 
say Auburn, Alabama for the Iron Bowl or, you know, South Carolina, Clemson, that, you know, they're bitter rivals. They really are. And even off the field, like, you know, throughout the I, – I, I covered both of those um, those rivalries, and it's 365 days a year, and they really – some of them really hate each other. The rivalry between Army and Navy, they talk about it all year. It's beat Navy, beat Army and all that. But in the end, they're all brothers. They really are. And it's it's a different type of rivalry and one you don't see anywhere else, and that's why it's so popular. So they're not like me and you versus Medor, Bailey, and Greg Pierce sending awful messages to each other. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Wishing death upon one another. It gets a little dirty in, uh, in those kind of rivalries. Uh, Billy, the basketball team off until next Friday, 8-2 and two start, perfect at home. And if you ask somebody, if somebody asked that has not watched Pirate Basketball this year, to sum it up quickly, you could just say they've taken care of business. They've won the games. They were favored to win. They've lost the two games they were underdogs in. Uh, They have won every game at home. So they've kind of done, they've been status quo, I guess, and and have given you some reasons to be excited moving forward. Now, I think a, a big one coming up next, next Friday against Liberty, you win that one against a pretty good team on a neutral site you start to feel really good about maybe what you could do in conference play but you got liberty and southern miss left to go before you get into uh aac play for the year and you know, that's all east carolina fans have ever asked for over the years is a team that's competitive wins games they're supposed to win yeah. and is competitive in other games and they'll show up they really will and you know it's funny because there have been a few people that have come up to me here in the dealership and we you know we'll talk about ecu football and stuff like that and then the next thing is like hey how about the basketball team and they'll say something like you know they're they're not bad i, I think i might want to go over there and check them out yeah and that's 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 what east carolina needs right now they need uh something like that they've got some exciting players too vance jackson the other night was awesome and and he's just he's fun to watch to me because he's so long he's got so many different talents um jj miles has been great i mean i could go down the list of the guys that have been just really big for this team um and, and they've got a little bit of an inside presence i know Luigi wasn't there and you know prayers going out to him i yeah. he lost a family member uh, and wasn't at the game uh, this past game. But, you know, they've got parts and pieces there, and, and they can hit the three. Uh, you know, they they get hot from behind the arc. And, you know, in college basketball, and, oh, I mean, in any basketball now, especially in the NBA, too, if you can hit the three, you can stay in games. Um, you know, East Carolina, the last time out, they were down uh, nine points in the first half to A&T. They cut it to four, I think it was, at halftime, and then end up winning by ten. Um, so Joe Dooley's got it going over there, and, you know, there's some exciting basketball to be seen at Menji's Coliseum now, and they haven't lost at home yet, so that's a good thing. All right, one more order of business. Almost forgot. Shirley, hit the music. 40 bowls in 14 days. Let's knock one out with Billy Weaver here. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. Rock! 40 bowls! 14 days! 40 bowls! 14 days! 40 bowls! 14 days! 
Bowls. 14 days. Forty bowls in fourteen days, breaking them all down here on Pirate Radio Live. We are previewing each and every bowl game with guests throughout the month of December. And Billy, the beautiful thing about this is not a lot of people know anything about the teams competing, so it's just a shot in the dark. And uh, maybe you have a tie to one of these schools. We'll see. Uh, well, let's go down to Nolens, the New Orleans Bowl at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And guess what? Louisiana's in the New Orleans Bowl. Aren't they in it every year? They played the Pirates there one year, uh, not too long ago. 9-15, Billy, on uh, December 18th, Saturday night on ESPN. It'll be Louisiana 12-1 and taking on a team we saw earlier this year play East Carolina. Marshall 7-5, and 12-1 versus 7-5. What do you think about Louisiana and Marshall? Weave, who you got? Uh, yeah, I have to go with Louisiana. When we went down there, they had a big contingency of fans down there. They travel really well for their bowl games, and I think that's gonna that's gonna mean a lot. Marshall, you know, we, we saw Marshall. Marshall's a very solid team, um, but I, I have to go with Louisiana. And I have to say this before anything that I have to say that I hate that song. All right, fair enough. The, no, no. The only reason I say that is because every time I hear it, I'm singing it all day long. Ah, uh, yeah. Heard it, and I and I'm just walking around going forty bowls in fourteen days. Everybody looks at you like crazy. Yeah. What is, What is this nutcase doing? But uh, <laughs> all seriousness, man, I love. It. I love. It. It's awesome. The only thing is, I just can't ever get it out of my head. All right. Hopefully that uh, sticks with you for the until the next time we talk, Weave. <laughs> yeah, going with Louisiana down in in Elkland. Going with the Cajuns. All right, Billy Weaver. Thanks for joining us, buddy. We will uh, talk to you again soon. All right. Glad y'all are part of my family. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, my family. Where at Brian Kelly? We've going Brian. Thank you, Brian. A good stuff. We've later, man. There's Billy Weaver. That was a great impression, by the way. Family. Family. Oh, man. All right. I'll tell you what. We need to take another break. Get ball. Come back. Wrap up our number one fire radio live. What are you, Boomhauer? <laughs> uh, we'll be Let back. Let me tell you what, man. <laughs> back-to-back back days on our guests saying they hate the 40 Bulls and 14 Days song. That's what I like to hear. it's an earworm. It is. It gets in there, and it can't get out. You can't get it out. You can't pry it out, pull it out, take it out. All right, we're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All right, short seg, short seg. We got to wrap up the hour, take a break, and then get to our next guest, who will be Tyler Calvaruso from Eagle Insider 24-7 to talk BC football. 
Uh, Shirley, I tell you what, let's run down the list of prizes uh, that are left in the treasure chest. We'll be making someone a winner today in the five o'clock hour, and uh, we'll alternate reading the prizes. And this time, Shirley, uh, you have to say it louder each time we go than the person said it before you. So, oh gosh, yeah, we're gonna start low and ears, work our way up to a crescendo. Uh, so I'll, I'll get it rolling with pirate gift basket from ube takeout party for 10 from parker's barbecue 100 dollars gift card from emporium 100 dollars gift card from chico's lazy boy recliner from Bostic sug furniture 100 dollars gift card to ens hemp company 100 dollars gift card to fleet feet ultimate party package from sawyer's fun park 200 dollars gift card to factory mattress 140 dollars gift card to revive health and wellness gift basket to naughty dog brewing company 100 dollars in gift cards to dap house christie's euro pug sidebar and jarvis street bottle shop 100 dollars gift card to halo 100 dollars gift card to bagel man bush light neon sign bud light cooler and beach chair and two 15 packs of bud light from carolina eagle distributing yeehaw all right there are the prizes left in the treasure chest hmm. we will make you a winner coming up in the five o'clock hour get your dialing finger ready and we have learned from our winners mark hall david stall carrie brown jeff dover bob morfitt patrick brown that having multiple callers this is uh this is uh, one of the positives of having offspring, having children. You got multiple people in the car. Maybe you got a friend, a buddy, a pal, a significant other. Get dialing at the same time because that increases your odds to victory. And if you can teach your pets how to do it, you can... Hmm. Hmm. All right, take us to break as we go to break. What animal would be most beneficial to have to help you out with this? I would probably, I guess, a monkey, right? You could probably train a monkey. Posable yeah. thumbs, too. Yeah, I got the yeah. thumbs. I was thinking like a um, a bird. What are those birds that talk? Parrots? Yeah. Maybe or cockatiels? Because or... they're pretty smart, right? Yeah, they could, they're pretty, yeah. They Cockatoo, peck, parakeet. Yeah, yeah, parakeet. They could yeah. peg the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Did the phone register their beak, though? Yeah, well, I mean, if I you've know. got a cat and you've got it set up, the cat can hit the redial button you on, you know, their paw. You know what? I didn't even think about the redial button. You could set up a redial. use any yeah. animal in the world to just hit that button. Maybe an elephant would crush the phone. Yeah. That's true. Good point. Dogs can use their snout. They can, you know. Just something to think about out there, folks. We're trying to help you be a winner today on the show. All right, we'll get a break in. Come back when we return. We'll talk Boston College football with Tyler Calvariso. That's on the way when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina for over 83 years. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. 
Let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, hour two of Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. We are getting you set for the Military Bowl. East Carolina taking on Boston College. We'll be with you on that Monday, the 27th at 10.30 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, taking you up to the 2.30 kickoff, and we'll have our season finale edition of the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Collins Show immediately following the action from Annapolis, Maryland. And let's take a closer look at the Boston College Eagles today as we are joined by Tyler Calvaruso from Eagle Insider 24-7 Sports. Uh, Tyler and... Uh, should have asked if I had the last name right, but I like to live dangerously sometimes. Calvaruso, is that correct? You got it right, man. Nailed it. All right, great. Tyler, how you doing today, man? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you having me on. You know, take any opportunity to talk ball I can get. So. Yes, sir. And uh, we need to learn more about the opponent coming up for uh, the 27th of December, Boston College. And we talked to the play-by-play voice of the Eagles earlier this week, John Meter Perel. And and I said to him, uh, Tyler, that when I think Boston College, I think, you know, run the ball for three or four yards, play tight defense, kind of a conservative, boring game. Because you think about Andre Williams and A.J. Dillon and the great running backs and running games Boston College has had. But, you know, with uh, Dracovic at quarterback and, and the new coaching staff, he says that it's a little more exciting brand of football, a little more high-powered offense. So maybe it's not the stereotypical Boston College uh, that we think. Would you say that's accurate with this Boston College team? Yeah, there's definitely still some elements of what you would think Boston College is. You know, a New England team, grounded pound, as you said, they used to do all the time with the Williams and the Dillons of the world. But they have definitely opened up a lot more under offensive corner to Frank Signetti, who I'm sure you guys are familiar with over yeah. there. He, he's definitely opened things up to more of a spread. I don't want to say a power spread because it's not a power spread, but they run a lot of more stuff out of the gun. There are a lot more four wide receiver sets. They still go to some 12 personnel. You know, they go under the under center when they feel fit. But, yeah, it's definitely more of an aerial attack than fans are probably accustomed to, like the typical BC from back in the day. Definitely more wide open. But there's still there's still a power element. They had Pat Garber go over 1,000 yards for the first time in his career on the ground this season. So they'll hand it off to him 15, 20, 25 times a game and let him rock. Talking to Tyler Calvaruso today from Eagle Insider. And, Tyler, when you don't have your – your starting quarterback, and that's at any level, your team is going to struggle. It's rare you can find two that are uh, are good enough to, to play and get you wins. And I guess Boston College found that out the hard way this year with, with the injury issues with Phil Dracovic. So when he's in there, BC can beat anybody. When he's not, uh, it's difficult to win. Is that fair to say, uh, Tyler? It's definitely fair to say. And You know, you said they found out the hard way when – Dracovic went down and they inserted veteran Dennis Grossell in. They found out in an unfortunate way because they thought Grossell was going to be able to step in and pretty much run that offense hmm. flawlessly based on what they had received from him in 2020. There were times where Grossell took over for an injured Dracovic last season and he looked apart. I mean, in Boston College's season finale against Virginia, he threw for over 500 yards. I mean, albeit in a loss, but that kind of production gave BC reason to believe that Grossell was going to be able to step in and be the guy and not operate that offense with a drop-off. And that obviously was not the case. You know, He just wasn't hitting on his deep balls as he was a year ago. The intermediate game wasn't really there. And Boston College's offense became very predictable. So, yeah, I mean, you summed it up perfectly. You know, you put Jerkovic in there, BC could probably play with anyone in the ACC. You take him out of the lineup, 
you experience a month long losing streak. That's how it went for BC this year. Yeah, what was it like going through the the roller coaster ride this year, Tyler, with the four and start that concludes with a overtime victory over Missouri, and then you get into ACC play, narrow loss where you had chances down there at Death Valley against Clemson, and that kind of led to a string of losses. NC State, Louisville, Syracuse, Dracovic comes back, plays in that Virginia Tech game, and, and you pick up your first ACC win, uh, and then you beat Georgia Tech. So uh, a lot of ups in September, October. Uh, you'd like to forget, and then you, you did close it out with a couple of wins there to get to six wins. So how did the, the fans there uh, look? back at this 2021 regular season for BC? It was definitely a disappointing one, just in the sense that this was thought to be a year that could have been the year, you know, with the ACC being so wide open and Boston College returning so much talent on both sides of the ball. There was legitimate reason to believe that had Dracovic stayed healthy, this team could have, you know, possibly made a run to the top of their division. But, you know, October was just such a such a tough month for the fan base to watch. You know, the losses were so gut-wrenching, and the offense became just unwatchable at certain points until Jerkovic was able to return. So the fan base was obviously rejuvenated when Jerkovic returned for the Red Bandana game, lead them to a very thrilling win over Virginia Tech, and then Jerkovic goes to Atlanta the following weekend and five touchdowns and almost 400 yards of offense against Georgia Tech. So, yeah, I mean, the peaks and valleys of this season, <laughs> this fan base has been through a lot in 2021. But they're definitely excited for this matchup. You know, a lot of fans are happy that BC won't be playing in the Fenway Bowl and they'll be going elsewhere. And East Carolina, it's a good opponent. You know, it might not be the sexiest matchup from the outside looking in, but when you really get down to the nuts and bolts of it, this is a good football team. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I think that it's interesting because both fan bases, uh, sexy has already been used today. We were talking to my co-host on the um, the post-game call-in show talking about Boston College because I don't know how much you know about this, Tyler, but Virginia Tech and, and East Carolina, there was a, a spat years ago where there was a hurricane coming. East Carolina decided not to travel to Virginia Tech since then. Whit Babcock has basically uh, taken them all future schedules, so no matchups with the Hokies, so the Pirates were hoping for them. We're always looking to get a shot against North Carolina. Even Virginia game, more of a regional game. So when they saw BC, it's it's not as exciting as those, but uh, you're right. Once we get closer to this game and get down to kickoff, uh, I'm looking forward to the matchup, uh, something we haven't seen on the field before. How about, uh, and you made a good point too about the ACC being wide open this year. I don't know if a lot of people had Pitt and Wake in the championship. You think that, and you think this is like a, a one-year deal where Clemson's down and they're going to return to their glory, or are you looking at this like, all right, NC State could be a player in the ACC moving forward. Clemson is certainly beatable. Does it feel like this this wide open window will remain, or was this like a a one year? You better get in while you can do. You know, it's tough to say for sure, but I'm leaning more towards it might be a little bit more wide open moving forward. You know, yeah. Venable's leaving Clemson to go to Oklahoma, take over as the head coach there. That definitely opened some things up because Clemson has lost some recruits ever since that happened. So they're dealing with some things in South Carolina. Miami, obviously, just bringing in crystal ball. That could be a potential game changer. Florida State is Florida State. They're sleeping John. You never know what they're going to be on a yearly basis. They could easily snap back right back into form. So, while Clemson is Clemson, you know, I'm obviously not discounting that, and they're going to be the top dogs until, you know, a couple of years they're not. You know, so I, I think it's going to be a little bit more wide open moving forward, but it wouldn't surprise me if Clemson rebounds next season, reclaims its throne, and tries to build on that again moving forward. 
talking to tyler calvaruso and uh tyler we'll, we'll try to get you closer to kickoff and maybe talk more x's and o's and personnel with you but let's go defensive side of the ball uh, tell us about the bc defense facing off against this east carolina offense uh who are the the, the players to watch and, and the main thing we need to know about the bcd so the strength of Boston College's defense lies within its secondary. You know, it was one of the best units in the ACC this season in terms of passing yards allowed per game and yards per attempt. Now, the one thing I will say with the secondary and evaluating BC's secondary is the passing yards per game number is a little bit skewed because teams will go run heavy against BC, given its defensive line was more of a weakness. So, you know, you're allowing about 170 passing yards per game. You know, obviously, you have to take into account how much opponents are running the ball against you. So when you're really evaluating this Boston College secondary, you look at the yards per attempt. I believe they're allowing around five, which is a very strong number. And a lot of that can be traced back to the play of Josh DeBerry in the nickel. He developed into Boston College's not only their best defensive back this season, but also their best defensive player before he got hurt in Georgia Tech. Yes, Georgia Tech, he got hurt. And without him, the last two games of the season, you know, BC secondary kind of took a step back. You saw some weaknesses in coverage. You saw some weaknesses in run support, which is the strength of the Berries. And also, they received production from more production as the year went off from their linebackers, Cam Arnold. He moved down from safety to linebacker during the offseason. He wound up finishing as BC's leading tackler. He had a strong final month of the season. Isaiah Graham Mobley is a veteran graduate transfer from Temple. He's been banged up this year, but when he's on the field, BC's defense, it feels that he could trust him and Arnold in the middle. So the, when you're really looking at BC's defense and where you can attack it as an opposing offense. It's the defensive line running the ball and just really getting after that front four because Boston College hasn't received a lot of push up front this season and the pass rush has been lacking. 21 sacks in 12 games is not going to get it done at any level. Good breakdown from Tyler Calvaruso. You can follow him on Twitter at Tyler underscore Calvaruso. And also make sure you are checking out Eagle Insider 24-7 if you want to get to know the enemy for the Military Bowl. And uh, you can check out their forum just like we do here. Hoist the color. Stephen Igo does a great job at the 24-7 site for East Carolina. Tyler, uh, once again, we'll, uh, we'll try to get you back on closer to kickoff. But what are you hearing right now as far as fans attending the game in Annapolis uh, on the BC side of things? I think there will be a decent contingent. You know, based on what I see on my site in the message board, there are some BC fans down in that area that will definitely be making the trip. Obviously, it won't be like the ECU fans. I know they're going to be out there. But uh, it will be a solid crowd. I'm looking forward to see how many fans really do make the trip down there. I'm really interested to see how the atmosphere turns out. Well, Tyler, uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Some great info, insight. We'll keep in touch and uh, maybe try to do it one more time before these teams kick off on December 27th. But we appreciate it. Have a great uh, rest of your day and week, and uh, we'll try to talk to you down the road, man. Thanks, man. I'm definitely up for it anytime. Thank you, sir. There's Tyler Calvaruso joining us talking some BC football. Is weird year for them. 4-0 start, went a month without winning a game. Their quarterback, Jerkovic, comes back. Uh, Jerkovic comes back. They beat Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech and then lose two in a row to end the season. So both of these teams coming off losses, trying to end the season on a high note as they head into winter workouts, spring ball, and then the 2022 college football season. All right, let's get a break in. We'll come back. Uh, what does Jeff Nadeau think about this matchup? We'll talk East Carolina, BC with the big man on campus. Look at the college basketball slate and... He's got a fight Friday night. Rough and rowdy 
Presented by Barstool Sports. It'll be Jeff Nadeau versus Jersey Jerry. Yeah, he's going to be in the ring with boxing gloves, throwing haymakers. We'll talk to him about that and how he's feeling ahead of this fight when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at piratewear.com. It is also the only place you can get military bowl gear. They have everything in stock that you need for the bowl game coming up on the 27th. You can check them out. And they have the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Coming up in our third hour, we'll uh, have Troy D here. We'll have Touchdown Tony Collins on the show. Also open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest once again. Uh, coming up right now, we'll talk to the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, about tonight's college basketball action, East Carolina, B.C., Army-Navy, and more. Uh, but we're also going to talk about rough and rowdy. And if you're unfamiliar with what we're going to talk about, I'll give you the bullet points real quick. This is basically like an amateur boxing event. It's more than one match. In fact, it's 20 amateur brawls. Uh, the main event will be Jeff Nadeau, the guy we've talked gambling with for a few years now on Pirate Radio, taking on a, uh, a guy named Jersey Jerry that works at Barstool Sports. Barstool puts this on. It is a pay-per-view event. It's 30 bucks, and it's Friday night, and it's uh, it's like trashy entertainment, if, if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, so it'll be Nadeau and Jersey Jerry with boxing gloves on, in a ring, with no headgear, uh, throwing punches and trying to outlast one another. So that's going on Friday night, and uh, we'll we'll break it down now and talk sports with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, who joins us on the Fixed NC Live line. Big man, how you doing today? I'm doing really good, Clip. How are you? Hey, doing great. We are now a day away from rough and rowdy. It'll be Jeff Nadeau versus Jersey Jerry. Getting it on in Charleston, West Virginia. BuyRNR.com. You can get the fight and check it out on Friday night. And uh, Jeff, as we sit here just a day away from it, how you feeling? How, how are the nerves? What are you thinking about this fight coming up Friday night? You know, Clip, I feel really good. And I'm not just telling you that. You know, I don't, you know, I have no reason to, you know, talk talk stupid. I, I feel really good. I, I just worked out. You know, got, got, I'm glad I came in yesterday because I kind of, kind of used to this all now. Um, I feel real good. Everything's come into place for me, and uh, my trainer, he's just about to get here. He just touched down, so um, you know we'll go out. We have a little weigh-in at six o'clock. Get a nice meal, watch some football. Um, you know, get a good night's sleep, and uh, be up ready 
tomorrow, hang out all day, uh, really just wait to fight, take care of business, and go home on Saturday. Very simple. Jeff, you're uh, you're in the main event facing Jersey Jerry. Do you know uh, what time do the festivities begin on Friday evening? So the fights begin at, uh, at 8 o'clock. I would expect um, the whole thing should be done by 11 o'clock, I'd imagine. So, I mean, we, we have 20 fights, but they're only three minutes apiece as far as the actual fight. So you figure five five minutes apiece. Um, they usually move them in and out pretty quick. So, uh, yeah, it, it's a pretty quick event. It's very compact. And, um, you know, the great thing about this town clip is um, I'm literally right across the street from the event. So, um, you know, it's all well within within a little area. And, uh, you know, I've never really been to this area. I, I'll be real with you, Clip, outside of Florida, I've never been – I've never been to, to any of these other states. Washington, I think I was in once, but you know, this is a long drive. But um, you know, it's a nice little city. You know, it's uh, a little different than what I'm used to. But you know, I really feel great. I I, I have no regrets. I have no uh, I have no worry. Um, I trust the fact clip that I've worked hard and I have the cardio and I have the ability to defend myself. And um, you know, this is no act. I I really feel great. I, I feel fine. And is this is uh is this your first time? You've talked about like boxing uh, when you were younger, I believe. But is this like your first official, you know, real fight with judges and, and all that, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. This is definitely the first sanctioned fight I've ever had. You know, I uh, I've told stories. We did a we did a little behind the scenes of, of my life when I was younger. When I was a kid, um, me and my friends had this dumb idea that we were going to jump each other into a street gang. It wasn't really a street gang. It was just us trying to be tough or whatever but you know i've been definitely hit in the head i've been punched i've been in little scraps but no nothing to this level and uh you know um i I just look at it as and i think my opponent's gotten a little frustrated because i think he wants me really to believe that it's all about him and it's not i really don't see him when i fight i don't really care who the opponent is he's a representation of barstool sports and that's really my beef so um you know, I'm going in there with a cool head, and uh, I'm not—I don't get too high, too low. Dan, your opponent, Jersey Jerry, is uh, is with Barstool, and it's almost like, you know, you against the world at this point. Do you, do you kind of feel that uh, that way as you head into this thing, where there are a lot of guys in his corner? I imagine that the majority of the crowd will be in his corner just because he's associated with Barstool. So, kind of like a Rocky Four situation, Jeff. You're going in there. And maybe by the end of the thing, when you win the thing, you'll uh, you'll turn the fans on your side. You, you thought about that? Yeah, I mean, I always. I mean, I, I think you know this. You've talked to me a long time. I'm I'm not the most liked person on the internet, so especially in the gambling community. So, yeah, I really don't care. I relish in being the the, the bad guy. You know, some of the some of the best time I had during all this was you know walking in there to Barstool headquarters and that was fun to me you know it was it was a devil's den type of atmosphere but you know I also believe clip and I I've realized this the last couple of weeks you know there are a lot of people that are fans of mine and, and they're watching this because I'm in it you know I've talked to people that I haven't talked to in many years um you know and, and, and just friends of mine from high school and you know just all sorts of different people so you know I I had a guy reach out to me from Uganda the other day <laughs> I mean and just tell me that he he's a fan of mine and you know, I, I, you know, there's a lot of hateable people that hate me, but I, I, I relish in that stuff, so I don't care. 
Yeah, uh, we, we talked a little bit about it. Hadn't really dove into it, so thanks for uh, for answering those questions, Jeff. Buy rnr.com if you want to watch the big man on campus, Jeff. They do Friday night in rough and rowdy. It'll be the uh, the first one I purchased, Jeff. So looking forward to seeing it, and, and wish you the best of luck in that. Um, we, we can circle back to it at the end if you'd like, but would like to get into some games. And before you get into college basketball, uh, the bowl slate is out, Jeff. And for the first time since you've been coming on the show with us at Pirate Radio, we can talk about an East Carolina bowl game. That's exciting. The Pirates taking on Boston College. Uh, Line opened up at three and a half. I see it now. Boston College by three. Total at 51 and a half. Uh, First off, Jeff, you you know, BC for, we're starting to learn more and more about Boston College. Six and six. Got off to a good start. Struggled in the ACC. What kind of opponent, what kind of matchup you think this is for East Carolina? I think it's a pretty good one to be quite frank. I mean, Obviously, you know, ECU has seen some good quarterbacks. I mean, it's not like they haven't played good quarterbacks. And I think the one thing about BC you have to realize is they're a really good offense. This is not just a, a group that runs a football with, with like Andre Williams many years ago. You know, this is a team that can really, you know, obviously run the ball effectively. But, you know, Jerkovich is a really good quarterback. And even the backup, Dennis Grissel, I mean, he's a good player as well. So ECU is definitely going to have some you know, some some trouble there. But, you know, there are plenty of time to prepare. You know, give me Mike Houston any day of the week uh, with some time to prepare, which we haven't really seen him in this kind of situation. Um, I think this is a really winnable game for ECU. I think the wrong team's probably favored here. Obviously, I think they're valuing the ACC a little bit more than I think it's worth. Um, you know, we, we all know that the ACC was down this year for the most part. And Boston College struggled in, in most of the step-up games. But, you know, this is Holt Naylor's swan song, right? You know, so... Holt Naylor's is uh, actually coming back, Jeff. He announced last weekend. One more year. Another year, yeah. Well, then good. He'll be a yeah. super-duper senior uh, coming out. And uh, I think a day or two after that, Phil Dracovic said he'd be returning to BC. So you're going to see uh, some, some you know, good quarterback play coming up. Phil Dracovic didn't get – he was out most of the year. Yeah. He didn't have the ability to really kind of showcase himself. But that's good news. And, you know, this is a real – big game for you because as you know you know this is how you build a you know program kind of back to stature right you know, yeah in a bowl game it helps your recruiting um there's a lot of real talent with with, with the backfield and, and him so yeah I, I think they get the job done here we'll dive into more uh bowl games coming up next week how about army navy jeff army a seven and a half point favorite total and good grief this is the uh lowest total i can recall in a college football game 34 is the total in this game jeff what do you think about this uh, clip, you cut out. Say the game one more time. Army, Navy, and you can talk about the game, but how about the 34-and-a-half total for this game? You know, there's just so much money on the under every year, but it's like it always is like at the start of the first, 6 you know? I'll be honest, Clip. I played Army here. You know, I, I, I actually bet against Navy the first game of the year with Air Force in. Look, I know it's important to say this is not the same Naval Academy team back then that there is now. But I just look at Army and I just think they're a little bit more dynamic. I like their quarterback. They they actually threw it a little bit more than than even last year they did. And defensively, I like them a little bit more. Um, I, I think this is probably one of those games where if you're getting seven with with the Naval Academy, it takes seven. And if you can get six and a half, you know, I would I would play Army. I think this is kind of like a I don't know. 21-13 type of game. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be tough. If, if you can get, what you say, 34? Clip, <laughs> this is crazy. You could, if this gets to 33 and a half, you could play a six-point teaser 
and get this at 27 and a half on over under in a teaser. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and looking at past scores, uh, this game has not reached 40 points since 2013. That was 34 to 7. And, you know, since then it has been 38, 38, 27, 27, 38. And last year was 15 to nothing. So. Uh, you know what these teams do. You know uh, how they're going to control the clock and all that. So it's uh, it's risky business taking it over there. But but getting a teaser at 27 and a half is pretty remarkable, Jeff. Well, Cliff, you know what I used to do? I used to do this. Um, some books don't allow it anymore. But when I used to bet locals when I was younger, you used to be able to do teasers where, so let's say you have a number like this, a game like this. You could play Army Pick'em. And you could tease maybe up to 12 and a half and just hope that the game's within 12. And just go for a middle there. Yeah. 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 And and those work pretty, pretty up. But then again, like 27 and a half, like the thought is like, this is, you know, 17, six, you know, or something. Yeah. And it's like, but I would look at the weather. I know, I know coming back, I, I, I saw we should have a little rain and it could be windy. It's going to be raw and ugly. So yeah, you want to check that out for sure. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Let's uh, real quick, Jeff. NFL game. Any interest in uh, Minnesota Pittsburgh tonight? Before we uh, get into the college basketball. Well, you know this could be interesting because this area we're in is not a big, big area, if you will. And uh, we went to this bar last night, like a restaurant bar, and I'm wondering if Jersey Jerry could be there tonight. That could be interesting. His Steelers. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't I, I for me it's just I have no interest in Big Ben Roethlisberger, and I'll tell you right now I have very little interest in the Minnesota Vikings. How do you figure this team out? I mean, you lose last week to the Lions, for God's sake. Uh, just two teams I don't have much interest in backing. I don't trust. Yep, I'm with you there. Just can't figure those teams out. How about college hoops tonight? And again, I say this every Thursday when we talk. It's not the best night for college basketball, but uh, some decent games tonight, I guess. Texas and Seton Hall. That's a good game beginning at 6.30. Uh, Purdue, Jeff, who uh, you were super high on you know, two months ago when we started talking college basketball, and now we see why they're number one in the country. They're on the road uh, against Rutgers as a big favorite. Iowa, Iowa State, Iowa State off to an undefeated start to their season, surprising folks. And we know how Iowa uh, can can score offensively. Iowa a five-point favorite in that rivalry matchup. So uh, anything on those games or any of the other action tonight in uh, college hoops? Yeah, I played Purdue. I got their team total 75 and a half. I think it's good up to like 78 and a half. I think they get to 80 here. I don't think this is a particularly good matchup for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. This is not a vintage Rutger defense. They don't have a real middleman like they did last year in Miles Johnson. He's gone. I don't know that the, the guys they have. Because if, here's the problem if you guard, you know, Edie or, or you, you guard Williams and the other one's wide open and they could pass out of the, the bigs, and it's just, there's too much offense here. They shoot at 44%. Um, they've hit 77 or more in every game this season. Um, Rutgers, I think the only shot they hang in this game is through turnovers. Um, but if you want to buy in that, that, that this is the game Purdue slips up on, so be it. I won't. Uh, I think Purdue is really, really good. And uh, I think to get to 80 yet against that, I think this is like an 82-65 type of game. Uh, I think Rutgers can hang a little. But, again, Geo Baker is uh, questionable for this game. So that's kind of a concern. I do a late night clip. Um, I took a little shot with Merrimack plus 33 against Gonzaga. And I'll say I'll tell you why. Outside of the coach of Merrimack, Joe Gallo, I don't know if there's a guy that knows more about Merrimack than I do, um, this group plays this um, extending press zone. And, you know, the one concern that I have, have with Gonzaga, actually two concerns, is 
they haven't shot the three ball real well. In fact, they haven't shot it real well at all. And their free throws have been a mess. I think they missed 12 against uh, Alabama. This is a lot of points delay. It, it's, a, it's a sleepy night. I don't think the crowd's going to get up for Merrimack coming in. Um, and, you know, Merrimack, I think, is going to want to take this to a crawl. They want to keep this game low as low as low. So I'm just going to hope this is like 88-60 and uh, – I get out of there with, with a cover. Yeah, I mean, things go bad, and they lose 95 to 63. Uh, you got a winner there. So, yeah, you'll take it. All right, uh, anything else, big man, before we wrap it up on this Thursday? Your math's not very good. 95-63. Uh, What'd you say, plus 33? Oh, yeah, I guess it'd be a one by one point. Yeah, it's a winner. I'm not a math major, Jeff, but give me some credit on that I'm one. I'm hoping they don't get 95. I think if they get 95, I'll lose. You get my point. But- <laughs> yes, I do. And Cliff, I don't know how I could ever doubt you. Uh, listen, Cliff, thank you for the support. Thank yeah, you man. for the nation. Uh, go get the fight. It's not just my fight either. There's there's so many other good ones. Cliff, you know there's a fight tomorrow night of two guys that used to be neighbors. I don't know if you've ever had a bad neighbor, but you ever want to knock their teeth out? Uh, this is going to be a good one. A lot of West Virginia redneck rivalries here. you got all sorts of you know women fights. you got midgets. you got... Big, huge, 600-pound guys fighting. Just wild. All right. I'm sold. Uh, Chandler and I are ready to go. Uh, Just got a text from our buddy Sam. He's going to watch it. with. We're going to get the crew together and uh, have a fun Friday night and watch this thing, Jeff. So uh, go out, get us a win, and uh, we'll talk about it next week. I look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Shirley, I thank you as well. I don't know if she's there, but thanks, Troy, and everybody. at Pirate Radio. You guys are great people, and I appreciate it. Can't wait to talk bowl games, but I can't wait till this is all over. I can get back to my regular life. Looking forward to it. All right, there he is, the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, one day ahead of Rough and Rowdy. I believe this is 16. Uh, Rough and Rowdy. Yeah, so this will be the 16th uh, full card. And, and on past uh, Rough and Rowdies, there, there's been Jose Canseco was in a fight. He got a lot of money and uh, took a dive. Uh, Pac-Man Jones, Adam Jones, former cornerback from the Titans, uh, among other teams, was in this thing. Uh, Bengals, thank you, Chandler. And uh, from West Virginia. So uh, this time, the headliner is Jersey Jerry and Jeff Nadeau. So uh, that's going to be going on Friday night. Um, Buy R&R.com. Just uh, search Rough and Rowdy if you'd like to check out the uh circus freak show that is rough and rowdy we should do a pirate radio version of that i'd like to see shirley fight somebody anybody and i'll take shirley in that one cj you're kind of new around here what fight would you like to see you and chandler well pass chandler just said he would pass well don't ask me to go against glenn in trivia because it's over then oh we're gonna have to do a rematch of that at some point soon he's got a rematch clause he's the booker he's already booked a rematch uh so anyway all right let's take a break we'll come back we'll wrap up hour number two and get you set for a big hour three where we will open up the pirate radio treasure chest once again it's all ahead pirate radio live we roll on after this
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now, let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Clip Brock. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Touchdown, Tony Collins coming up at 5 o'clock. We'll open up the Pirate Radio Treasure Chest in the 5 o'clock hour as well. Troy D is alongside, and uh, Troy apparently fresh off of ice fishing in Anchorage. You you all right, Troy? Uh, no, I'm freezing cold and a little miserable. But Have you been outside that, all day? I, just, I have not been able to get warm. I, I don't know what the deal is, but... I cannot wait till Saturday when it's 75 degrees. So I'm just focused on living for Saturday right now. All right. Looking ahead yeah. to Saturday. I am really cold. Like I, I We can I, tell. You I are break out up. the winter gear today. and This is not an act. I'm freezing. I can tell in your face. I can see yeah. it on your face. You see it on my face. It's, uh, yeah. You a little look, bit. You look like you've been at the Liberty Bowl in 2009 or whatever. Yeah, I feel like On the like sidelines. It. Yeah. All right. Troy D, is it really nutcracker Man, I'll tell you what. It'll, it'll be warm this weekend. Yeah. Inside, I believe they call it McGinnis theater kelsey is on with us on the fixed nc live line with the nutcracker kelsey did i get it right is it mcginnis it's actually at right Aud- right auditorium oh i had a one and two chance and i got screwed it up right auditorium is the big one at the circle right there at the center of campus that's the best one correct all right you guys have the nutcracker going on tw- what is it 20 let me get let me try and get this one right 29 years here it's the 29th year this year yeah got that one right all right i'm one for two 30 we are excited. That is awesome. Um, and three shows. So, people, it's this weekend. So, we want to let folks know there are tickets still remaining. Nothing gets you in the holiday spirit clip more. And I know you've been before. I think your daughter's been even been in several it. Several times. Yep. I think your daughter's been in it. You've been. Uh, get you in the holiday mood. Even if you don't have a kid in it, a, you guys do such an awesome job. Tickets are available to the public. Kelsey, give us all the details. Absolutely. We have three performances coming up on Saturday, September, I mean, Saturday, December the 11th. We have a two o'clock matinee and a 7 p.m. evening. And then again on Sunday, December the 12th at two o'clock matinee. We have three amazing grand sponsors that are making this possible this year. The East Carolina Pain Consultant, the Eastern Dermatology and Pathology by Richard, Dr. Richard Lewis, and the Robinson Law Firm. We are so very thankful for their generous contributions this year to our performances and to make this happen. Um, like you said, this is truly a wonderful holiday tradition, and we are so thankful to actually have it back on the stage at Wright Auditorium this weekend. We, uh, I think you guys had to take a hiatus last year, if I remember correctly. We did. We, unfortunately, because of COVID, you know, we have not been on the stage at Wright since 2019. So we are anxious to get back and perform live for everyone. Well, it's great to have you guys back in Greenville on the campus of ECU. Three shows to choose from, as you just mentioned. Uh, I guess the easiest way for folks to get tickets is what, calling 1-800-ECU-ARTS or they can go online? Absolutely. You can go online to Nutcracker Ballet dat.com or you can call 1-800-ECU-ART um, tickets are on sale right now $38 for adult $32 for youth and then we also have amazing group prices um, you could do a group adult for $34 or a group youth for $26 alright and give us your website one more time Kelsey if folks want more information 
It's nutcrackerballetdat.com. All right, and the DAT stands for Dance Arts, Arts Theater for folks if they can't remember that. Correct. Yeah, so Nutcracker. Say, oh, one more time. Yep. Nutcracker Ballet DAT. com. All right, got it. Sounds good. Well, good luck with everything. We wish you guys the best. We'll keep promoting it here on the station, and uh, you guys always have an awesome turnout, and just wanted to let folks know about this great holiday opportunity coming up this weekend. Thank you. And just like always, you know, all of our net proceeds for this special event are always donated to the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals to benefit James and Connie Maynard Children's Hospitals right here in Greenville. So we are so thankful to be able to continue to give back again year after year. That's a great point. You guys have raised a ton of money for those guys over the last three decades. We have over about over 250000 at this date. That is fantastic. Well, keep up the great work. Tell your mom I said hello. She does such an awesome job running the uh, theater there. And uh, look forward to uh, having you guys once again back at it this weekend in Greenville. Thank you so much, Troy. We appreciate for you having us on. Have a great day. All right. Thanks so much, Kelsey, with Nutcracker a holiday tradition it really is when you think about this time of year you think of certain traditions and things you do and that is certainly one of those yeah absolutely another tradition holiday tradition is having tony collins on asking if he likes turkey or ham that is true that's more of a i'm a ham man a thanksgiving i know but see i think i heard bryce williams on yesterday i think that's a legit christmas question too i think some people have christmas ham yeah but who has christmas turkey i meant some people do i'm saying you could go either way is my point because i assume you're gonna have turkey at christmas some people do have ham you assume turkey at christmas yes absolutely if i gotta make a choice between turkey or ham i'm going turkey bud i don't think i've ever had turkey on christmas cj back me up on this i see you shaking your head right whenever you agree with me you get to talk (laughs) (laughs) i'm having turkey too if i get the choice but i i associate christmas with ham more just because i I think more people have ham, but if you did give me the choice, I'm taking yeah, the turkey. But you're looking at me like I'm crazy when I said turkey for Christmas. I think a lot of people do turkey Christmas. I don't. Well, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. No, we're going to have to put out a poll and say, do you have turkey on Christmas? <laughs> oh, Clip, here's your fight. Yeah, I was just going to say, we could do a rough, local rough around. Yeah, I get a is. baseball bat, though. <laughs> Equal. I get, and I honestly. get a turkey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you the hell is going on around <laughs> here? <laughs> hey, we'll ask the ham man himself. Yeah. Uh, has he ever had turkey on Thanksgiving? Well, you know he's a ham man. So. He is a, uh, yeah. a ham man. Tony uh, Collins. I'm a ham man. Us. We're going to have to go... Uh, We'll go 40 bowls in 14 days with Tony in hour yeah. three. Do I get to pick another one? We'll, uh, we'll let Tony decide right. today. Uh, but you do get to do your favorite thing this time of year. I saw the uh, – I heard Bryce on the on the area, so I was listening on, on the radio. Dang. And I, I didn't understand quite what he talked about. The treasure chest had a treasure chest. It's like a Russian toy thing. <laughs> so that's kind of a neat little deal. There's a chest in the chest, yeah. and within that chest contains got all two, the prizes. We're double chested. That's right. All right, so uh, Troy is going to try to thaw out. <laughs> Not a big chest, though. Uh, Redbeard asked, were you going on an Arctic expedition? <laughs> I mean, I, you got to turn the I, heat I, on. I will or? say I've been wearing this all day. <laughs> and I got I had a baseball hat on earlier. I've been, I, I was so, like, cold I've been wearing the jacket all day, but I thought I was like, man, I'm too. I can't wear this hat anymore. I got to go full toboggan. Uh, B Pace about says, an hour ago. This is Troy's hip hop look. Eight mile Troy. Well, could be a new thing at least for winter. B As Rabbit. we count down, by the way, to the worst day of the year. You know what day that is? 
the darkest day of the year I yep. guess the winter sunlight winter solstice yeah. I'll be bitching about this as it gets closer December 21st it is the shortest day of the year sunlight wise but the good news is clip every day afterwards it gets a little bit lighter a little bit longer <clears throat> you gotta look so on the bright gotta, side we gotta get down past the 21st and then things are gonna look up yeah, most people are thinking about Christmas on the 21st. Not me. Troy is. Winter solstice. And a full depression with eight layers of clothes it's four on. Four days before Christmas. Get your priorities right. Three toboggans. Uh, yeah. So. You like my dude hoodie? I can't see it. You're oh. bundled up. I, all I can see is that big giant. No, I don't like it. Why? Because I don't have one. Yeah, it's so new. I guess we haven't got you one yet. Just Christmas is coming. You're the king of do you like my... Uh, As I do my Cam Newton. And nobody else can have one. I didn't say that. Yeah, but that, like... That, I didn't say that. You were making assumptions, which is not fair. Are those available to the public? Are they available uh, to no, me? No, they're not moment? available to the public at this time. Will they be available for our staff? Stay tuned. <laughs> because I have a good feeling you've been a good boy clip and there'll be something in your sto- pirate radio stocking. Troy, it doesn't just do teases like this on the air. He does hey, them off the air yeah. as well. That, that's his dad's birthday present next year, too. No, he doesn't get one this nice. <laughs> this is <laughs> Troy would be like, I think I, I got a, I got something for the show today. Oh, what you got? Stay tuned. You'll see. Right, Troy, we're not on the air. You don't have to tease me here. Hey. Keep tuned. Uh, hang tight. Hang tight. Hang tight. I, things are coming. Good things could come your way, Clint. All right. Ho ho ho. Yeah. Merry Christmas. All right. Let's. Uh, so if you don't like it, we I won't make sure. I'll make sure you don't get one. Let me do one. another cam for me. Voice of the Pirate Nation. It's got the hood on the back. I want to touch it, but I don't want to touch you. Here, touch the. Okay. There. That's the uh, Kind of a light, light hoodie. Yeah. It's kind like of a, a light a t-shirt, maybe. Kind of or beach one almost, but it's it's long sleeve and it has a has a hood on it in the back. Uh, if I warm up during the show, I'll take my jacket off. Tyler asking, do you have the flu? Are you sick? You know, I didn't feel great yesterday, but I'm, I'm feeling fine now. Okay. But no, I don't have the flu. You remember the last but. time this happened, you got sick, you came in, I got sick, Shirley got sick. Oh, don't blame that on me. Okay. I, Just coincidence. Yeah. I, my kid had a crud, like a cold, and I caught that and... The old so, December crud. Yeah, it happens. I'm back in commission. All right, hour three on tab of Pirate Radio Live. Going to be a lot of fun. Touchdown Tony Collins will be here. We'll talk Pirates and Eagles of Boston College and a lot more. It's all ahead. And get the dial and finger ready. Treasure chest will open up in hour three of the show as well. A lot more to go on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Gripple's Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. You can start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive and make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Alrighty, hour three of Pirate Radio Live. Get that dialing finger ready. Going to open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest coming up 
during this hour of the program. Clip Rock, Troy D, and touchdown, Tony Collins hanging nice. out on a Thursday as seen on the Steve Harvey show. Man, how cool. Yeah, it was pretty nice. We put a link out there on our social media for folks. You talked about it a couple weeks ago that you thought you were going to be on. I just didn't know what time. When, when yeah, we, thanks for the heads up. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> you and Cammie were on, your granddaughter. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Um, so where did you go down to Atlanta? Yeah, I went to Atlanta. Um, so what, what, we're, what we're trying to do right now also is um, um, we're not able to get into schools because of, because of COVID. Uh-huh. talk to kids and, and everything so we're, we're selling a book for ten dollars uh that's signed and delivered for only ten dollars um uh, we're trying to sell we we, we had a goal for a hundred books to sell by christmas we met that goal in two days and so we want to now we done we, so we got to get a new goal so our goal now is 500 by christmas so you want to want to buy a book for ten dollars and give it to someone uh uh you can go on uh face my facebook page or you can go on Instagram, Tony Collins BWIB, or you can call me at my phone number. My phone number is 252-414-5819. I probably won't answer the phone because if, you, if you're if you not in my contacts, my phone's not going to ring. But leave a message and I'll call you back. This is uh, Broken Road, your book Broken you're talking Road. about, Broken Road, yes, right? sir. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was great to hear. We know a lot about your story, Tony, but you, uh, you shared it there on that show. And uh, it was pretty awesome, man. It was, it was great to... Uh, to, to hear that so good stuff thank you uh, all right troy d's kind of the steve harvey of uh pirate radio live you got anything funny he's, man he's in here like he's freezing I know, cold he's, he's got a, today. he's got a hoodie on he's got a, a winter jacket he's struggling and, uh, what's well, I'm wrong? Just, it's so cold today it's I not that cold it was cold and it was it started in the 30s and i just could never warm up today one of those days you just can't your body don't catch up yeah <laughs> it's followed by it yeah he's, he's just so i've just been i've been kind of struggling today but i am warming i do have news i am warming up so i think i might be able to remove the jacket halfway through the show <laughs> that would a, be a big step yeah into joining us here in regular clothing <laughs> yeah all right where to begin tony uh how what, old is uh is cammy by the way cammy is three years old can right you now. bring her in studio here so we could talk she to her. She lives in Charlotte. She I know, would be but scared she... of you right now. Well, I'll, I'll, ghetto. I'll tone it down, <laughs> yeah, Cammy. But like, doesn't she visit Greenville quite often? Yeah, she does. I've seen the well, videos we, in your we backyard. Almost, we almost had her at the tailgate, but they had to go. They had to go back because they were going to Jamaica. So. <sighs> that was going to be my tailgate report. Yeah, I was going to have Cammy with yeah. me. She's getting more popular than Tony. Well, she's, she's, she's already way more popular than I am right now. Oh yeah, one thing about media. that show, I was I was watching on the Facebook and I saw the comments and it was the amount of people saying oh i followed this family for so long like they're your granddaughter's already a star yes she is and it's like i love uh uh cammy and i didn't know about tony's story and who he was but <laughs> we love it's so many people already know who she is that's pretty cool yeah. i asked her age because tony this is the first time in her life she'll be able to watch the pirates in a bowl game yeah, <laughs> they're back in a bowl game, baby. Let's do it, baby. For the first time, it's Boston College, right? It's been so long ago that we've been in one. It'll be the first time Tony remembers one. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask. Okay, when was the last one? Go ahead and ask me. Go ahead and when ask me. When was the last bowl game? Go ahead and ask me. Okay, when did ECU play in its last bowl game? Uh, 2012. Wrong. <laughs> You want to try again? 2013. Wrong. One more shot at it. 2014. That boy. Who did they play? I was going to say. No idea. We could give him 50 guesses. He would never Uh, guess. Who's the the quarterback? They played played a team called Beef O'Brady. Beef O'Brady? 
Actually, he could that was a bowl that game. One. That right? was a joke, Tony. They played. That was uh, supposed. That was the funny. bowl game. They played the Gators. Florida Gators. I was I was thinking of the last bowl win. We actually played the Florida Gators in a bowl game. <laughs> really? The last bowl win was in Tampa. The Beef Up. I was gonna say the uh, the last bowl win. He would never guess that opponent, which was Ohio. The last bowl game was Florida. Was that 2014? Maybe I should run I th- this one. University of Florida. We when actually did, played when Troy. We play Who was our last I, bowl I, game? I can't never remember playing University. I was of Florida. out. Yeah, I was there. I was at that game. It was freezing there too. Uh, against Florida? Yeah. Shane Carden's last game? Yes. Remember yeah. they pulled him out and we were on the goal I line? remember. Do you remember? Yeah, they pulled okay. Shane out. Brought in who? Uh, the backup quarterback that like had taken a snap. Did Kurt, he get hurt? Kurt Benkert. Yeah. Oh, no, hurt? they just took him out for some reason. Benkert ran it like up the middle and couldn't get in on the goal line. Now, in this bowl game coming up, do you get if Mason... If you kept Shane in, he, we win that game. Do you get Mason Garcia in? Not if it's you, a situation like that where we need a touchdown. Do you, you keep, play it to you, win. You keep your star quarterback in, you play to win. Now, Mason Garcia has come in in goal line situations this year and, and, and scored a touchdown. Well, so and, maybe that will be in the Didn't line. he like not do well at one time in the situation, too? I guess, yeah. I mean, there was one he got stopped, also. <laughs> yeah. Well, you tell me. <laughs> so. Well, I'm not Tom McClellan with the stats in front of me. I'm going by memory. Yeah, he scored yeah. touchdowns on the goal line. But didn't he get stopped one time? Sure. Okay. I so think so. you play. So, do you not want to see Garcia in this game? No, I think you could, unless we're up I big. I think this is an exhibition game. I think you're up big. You you keep holding in, and then you put. How important in. is it to win this game? Very. Really? Yes. I think it builds a lot of momentum for this program. I think that's how you build. I agree. Jeff Nadeau just said it. That's how you build a program. First step's getting in a bowl game. Next step is starting to win the bowl games. Then you recruit off that. Then you get in better bowl games. You're yeah. obviously playing to win, but I would like to see Garcia and some younger guys like get a, nah, I just a few win. plays. I could care less about that. Cool. I just want to win the game. All right. And if Meaning, if we got to keep Holt Nailers in the whole time, so be it. What do you think, Tony? I mean, I don't think the hype, if win or lose, I think we're going to be going into next season uh, as a as a winner, regardless. I mean, we, this is our first time being in the bowl, and I don't know how I don't know how many years. So this well, we just been, talked about it. It's been a successful season. <laughs> when was ECU's last bowl game? In 2014. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, been, say seven years. it's been it's been a successful year, man. So I mean, win or lose in the bowl game, we're yeah, gonna but it's go a lot more successful if you win a bowl game. Yeah, look, you, yes, it you, is. You got to forget about this bowl game in two months. Not necessarily. Yeah, you will. We Come, don't have a great history It's a bowl game. Bowl it's games. not a championship game. I know, game. but we don't have it's a great history bowl game, bowl games. We're nice playing in a watermelon one. bowl. Why, 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 come on. <laughs> it's not like we're playing in the, in the Peach Bowl or something like that well, for, for a national knows. title. We're playing hey, in a bowl game. Now you're talking game. my language there. but I hear what you're saying, but watermelon are way tastier than Peach. <laughs> <laughs> Just to point that out. But I'm saying. We're in the military win, bowl. Win or lose, we're going to go into next year on top, man, because the guys are going to have momentum. Hoping coming back, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we can go nine and nine and three next year. We're going to have more momentum if we win. Is what I'm saying. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's, it's a bowl game. It's a, it's another game. That momentum off the that SMU momentum is not going to, it's not going to take us into next year. Forget about. Oh, it. I think the win last year over SMU propelled us into last year. Man, there's nothing. For, look, the we guys forgot the, about that. We lost the first two they, games. They, of the they season. forgot about that. The first the, after two months. We started zero right? I mean, are you serious right now? <laughs> I, I think during the off season, on, they got them fired up. You have no idea what you talk about. Yeah, but right who now. cares? They lost the first two games. They did. Well, doesn't matter. Win I, or if lose, we can hey, replay Clint, App State, win, I win or that. lose, if we can replay App we State, we will have momentum going into next year, regardless. We should have never lost to South Carolina. 
the travesty that we lost. There's a lot of games we should have lost, too. One play here, and we don't lose to South Carolina. I'll settle losing for at. We should have never lost to South Carolina. That game was won. I uh, I agree with that. Well, I mean, what you're saying is true. I mean, if you win, you're hyped up this offseason, but I don't yeah. think it, it it's make or break. It's I, I agree over. with Tony. I'm saying it builds a if lot If they of lose this game, they're still – they had a winning season. They got back to a bowl. They accomplished their goals. So, I feel good about – which is why I kind of brought up earlier – and, and Billy, we were at a good answer to this. I said, "What's more important, getting to the bowl game this year or winning the bowl game?" And he says, "It depends on when you ask that question. Like if you asked it earlier in the year, you just want to get there. If you ask it now, sure, you want to win it because you're in it. But I think just getting there, getting the seven wins, is was huge." And, and the big thing is when when you play a game, you you play to win every game. Sure, you know, so they're going to go out to play to win. Uh, but you know, like I said, I, I, it's been a successful year, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to what Coach Houston is going to do. Um, I think he's committed to ECU. I think he's going to be here for a couple more years. Uh, we, we're going to win some games in the next couple years, and he's going to get some offers from other schools. But I think he'll stay here for at least two more years. Hmm. I really believe that. All right, I'll take that. I, I hope he gets offers from other schools because yeah, he he's done a good job, and I'd rather him be successful here and get offers than not win and get no offers. Tony, you haven't had to ask your uh, famous question that you like to ask: Who's, Who's the quarterback? quarterback? Because we know we've from known Boston the last three. Well, you definitely don't know that. Holt Naylor's will be back for another year next year, of course, at ECU. Yeah, I, I got that. That stability is uh, a fantastic thing, especially in today's world of college football, where coaches and players are, are flying out the door every minute. You don't know how valuable that is for him to come back next year for, to, uh, for their offense. I mean, we got the running backs coming back. We got we got receivers coming back man i'm excited about what the offense can do we get that offensive line intact it's 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 gonna be some good football new here. guy the guy from west virginia <clears throat> I, I mean, transfer he's a hoss what he's, 304 he's a line, pounds offensive lineman six four he's a tackle which we offensive need help tackle. there yeah. 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 yeah we need more numbers there because we had some some good things going and then we had injuries at that position I mean, so we, we if we get that offensive line rolling man with the running backs that we got man if they could get another one or two of those guys I saw a uh, comment today, Troy, that said Donnie Kirkpatrick's play calling just got a little bit better with the addition of a 300-plus-pound offensive lineman. Yeah. Because the plays are a lot easier to call when, when you, you got when guys you got, up front. When you got guys to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. You can uh, dial up a few uh, different things. So, Hey, uh, we're talking about the Patriots earlier. How about the, their game? <laughs> Only three, three, passes. three passes. Unbelievable. You don't have, look, Belichick's a wizard. He's you don't a have genius, to pass man. He's a freaking genius. Who who passes the ball for three three times in a game and win the game? Yeah. Come on, man. That's 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 Patriots. Rush, rush for over two hundred and fifty yards. <laughs> Did you see the kicks that went out of bounds like in historic like first the kickoff went to row twenty. I've never uh, seen yeah, that. That was before. crazy. Yeah, with the wind. And then the, the punt. Came almost all the way back and hit, went into the stands. I, I mean, it was wild. And the crazy thing about it was, the, uh, Josh Allen was was able to throw the ball. He was throwing the ball, but I mean, Belichick was like, "I'm not giving you any kind of chance to yeah. throw the ball. You're not you're not throwing the ball. Not not, not just maybe three times." I've been on the Patriots. <laughs> I picked the Patriots because they have been so hot. I've been riding them. Why well, get off now? But when I saw pregame, Mac Jones warming up. I was like, man, this Bama Southern dude, he can't handle this stuff. I, I might have made the wrong pick. <laughs> Little did I know he wasn't going to have to do anything. <laughs> I was just hand it off. When I saw him warming up and he was in like the full headgear and stuff, kind of dressed like I would be, I, he looked like he had a Tom Brady frame to him. 
I thought. Well, he does have a, a frame. Degree. Like, the, the height, the size. Uh, he kind of looked, if you saw him from uh, behind, he looks like almost a, a, a sequel of Tom Brady. Yeah. I'm like going to tell you, man, the kid. The how kid, he's built the is kid, what I mean. The kid is good, man. He really is. He's going to be a good quarterback in the league. He's uh, he's the rookie of the year right now, hands down. I would say, and he's no got doubt. the Patriots in first place, hands down, in the AFC. Uh, that's uh, that's some good old December football weather, Tony. Did uh, <laughs> did a uh, guy, and you were you know from New York, so were you okay playing in that kind of weather? Oh, I hated playing that weather, man. Yeah. We we played in the uh, it was like a, the, a snow game against the Miami Dolphins. I don't know if you remember this back in like eighty two or eighty three, and uh, it was like. Three to nothing, uh, three uh, three to three or whatever. Yeah. And the uh, the guy from prison came out. He was driving the. Door. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's a famous uh, game. That's yeah. a big game. He, he came he, out and he, he cleared out, cleared, a cleared out an area for us for y'all to kick. Yeah, a field for goal. kick the field. Yeah. Kick the field that game has a name. It's so famous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you were in that game? Yeah, I was there. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a wild game. Yeah. What's the uh, what? Why a prison dude? Like what? What is he was? Is that he, just was, part he, was on he was on work release. <laughs> part, part of his job. He's got work somewhere. I bet he he's never went his, back after that. He's helping no. his community. Guy was a hero. Never know what happened to the guy after that. Talk about community service. Yeah, <laughs> that's the essence of it up there. How better could you serve your community than yeah, help the Patriots right? beat the Dolphins that's in, a, right. in a snow game? So your Shula uh, was pissed off too. He was pissed. <laughs> oh, he was pissed. So your body just you can't. Can you ever get used to it? Or well, is it you, just you do get used to it. You know, we we you got you got all the stuff underneath, and you know, guys were talking about putting stockings on, and you wear stockings to keep your legs warm or whatever. Uh, you I, mean I, pantyhose? Yeah, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. stocking sounds a little more. I'm just trying to. <laughs> Clarify and trying to jazz it up a little bit. It's pantyhose. But, uh, the, the, the biggest thing is making sure your hands are warm. You, if you, your hands get cold, man, you, then you're in trouble. Be like bricks as, can't as, hold on to the ball. As a running back, you got to keep your hands warm. So that's the big thing. Uh, Tony liked the uh, the stocking so much, Troy. He still wears them in his normal life. <laughs> hey, once you start a habit, it's hard to break. Yeah, understood. Now I know where you got it from. Yeah. All right, let's get a break in. We'll come back when we return more with Touchdown Tony Collins. we got to open up the treasure chest. We'll do that after this segment as well. We'll run over the list of prizes that have been won and tell you what is still left out there. we got some great prizes left in the treasure chest. We'll run them down when we return. Jacket coming off. He's getting hot. He's warming up, folks. We'll uh, be back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you one who's been waiting before trying CBD? Well, ENS Hemp is the area's leader in CBD, and they want to educate you on how their products work. Get relief from stress, anxiety, fatigue, pain, and PTSD today at ENS Hemp on Fire Tower Road near Sam Jones Barbecue or online at eshempcompany.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Thanks, Shirley Rhodes. Continuing to follow the wild world of the coaching carousel and saw this earlier uh, about 30 minutes ago. Multiple reports out there that Oregon uh, has asked permission to speak with UCLA's Chip Kelly uh, about their head coaching vacancy chip kelly of course went uh coached at oregon took him to a national championship uh now the coach at ucla and if you are 
UCLA and somebody asked permission to speak with your coach and it's Oregon, do you just say no? I guess you could, but doesn't that <laughs> that that becomes a weird situation? I guess so, yeah. And that's right, happened to hostage. I think that happened. It didn't that happen to Jeff Jagosinski when he was at BC? He wanted to interview BC, said no, so he went anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. You could kind of ruffle some feathers. You could say, F you, I'm yeah. going to go anyway. That uh, would be know. interesting getting him back at Oregon. Oregon has become yeah. a stepping stone for Florida schools. Remember, Willie Taggart went, had some success, left for Florida State. He's yeah. already been fired since then. Yeah. And now Mario Cristobal, the latest to coach Oregon and then go to the U, Miami. Yeah, this would be a coming home type of deal. Yeah. So they know what they get with him. Uh, and then I thought the Duke news was interesting. We were talking about in the break. <laughs> the clapper. Jason Garrett being mentioned with Duke. Look, man, I, I think that'd be a great hire for them. He already lo- he already goes to all their basketball games. He's already around, I guess. Yeah. Decent. I Head I, coaching experience. I got to tell you, I don't think that's a bad move for them as if tough, they were to do it. And as tough as that job is, David Cutcliffe did as good as you could at Duke, right? He did pretty darn good, I yeah, thought. Yeah, like for, for that situation. Yeah. You probably want a, an older guy he like fired that. Or did he they decide just to end well, it? Well, Tony, we were talking about that during the break, and... I guess he was fired, but it was almost like a retirement yeah, fired. Like a mutual, we're going to go ahead and go separate ways type of thing. Exit you, let's do it this way. Because I don't know if he's going to be taking another head coaching job. I think he's probably about done. Probably. Might be the consultant role. Get Maybe Nick Saban will bring him in. And How old is he? He's getting up there. I would say 50. 50? Oh, that's more than 50. I'm going to go 59. 67. More than 50. Well, maybe, okay. Six, 65. 67. Wow, nice job. Yeah, he's not going anywhere else again. Unless it's like some consulting thing. Yeah. Great yeah. dude, though. I've interviewed him before. Really nice guy. You've hung out with him. Actually, I have. <laughs> there you go. It was for about 10 minutes. Uh, John Moody's got some good news for Troy. Yesterday was the earliest sunset we will have this winter tack on a couple of seconds moving that moving forward uh it's my understanding the winter solstice is the 21st and that is the shortest day so i'm gonna have to uh uh i like john but he's been wrong on some other things as we know <laughs> yeah and uh definitely need to fact that one fact so, check so, that so, one Moody. so what are you saying john is uh, wrong right now i'm not saying he's wrong are you saying, We're saying that, he's Troy? been wrong before i'm saying he's been wrong before and, and you may want to trust but verify is is key and that is not verified information as far as i'm concerned get your facts right john yeah. <laughs> now maybe it was the earliest sunset but i'm going for total time allotted of sunshine in the day which right. is the shortest day of the year, sunshine-wise. I'm not saying it's the earliest sunset, but the earliest day, sun-wise, of light is the winter solstice. If there's one guy I'm going to trust on all this, it is Troy. He knows more about the depressing... That, that is a field of expertise for yeah. me. All right. Uh, you want to pick a bowl game real quick? Yeah, let's, let's do get it. Get Tony Collins in the mix? Yeah, love Shirley, it. Shirley, 40 the bowls in 40 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, oh my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. Rock! 40 bowls! 14 days! 40 bowls! Where's this music? 14 days! 
Appreciates that great. That's how it sounded yesterday. Unbelievable, man! You guys should you guys should put that on the uh, album or something. Would you buy it? Absolutely. How much? Mm, a couple cents. <laughs> hey, it's more it's than, a start. More than zero. <laughs> Here's what we do, Tony. We uh, preview and pick every single bowl uh, with our guest, and you are our lucky contestant today. Oh, let's do it. And you get the oh wow the Myrtle Beach Bowl. East the Carolina Beach could have been Bowl. in this one. Troy yeah. D upset the Pirates aren't it's going. My here. second favorite bowl this Coastal year. Coastal Carolina playing in that? They are not. Actually, they're, they're not. not. No, yeah. they are bringing in Old Dominion and Tulsa, who is an American Tulsa. opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Tulsa. screwed at Tulsa last year. We did, yeah. if you recall. Yeah. Both teams six and six. This is December twentieth at two thirty. December twentieth is a Monday. So, 2.30 in the afternoon. Kind of similar to our game. Yeah. We'll be a week later, same time. Yeah. Uh, Monarchs versus Golden Hurricane, Tony. ODU, Tulsa. Who you got? Okay. So, I don't know anything about ODU, and I have absolutely no idea about Tulsa either, so I'm going with Tulsa. Okay. But good can reasoning. You, can you tell me who's the quarterback? Who's the quarterback? <laughs> Solid reasoning by touchdown Tony Collins. Uh, we did not play Tulsa this year, so I do not know who their quarterback is. Although, I do know one former Old Dominion quarterback. Who's that? Heineke. Taylor Heineke. <laughs> really? The Washington football wow, team. Not there you go. He came but I'm going with Tulsa. Heineke. All right, Tulsa. Do I need to put a score in or just Tulsa? Nope, just straight up. Just straight uh, up. Straight up, Tulsa. Yeah. Let's go, Tulsa. Now you have a reason to follow this game to yeah, see if you're, uh, you're correct. So this will be. Maybe I get taken out to dinner or something. There are. F- I don't know. <laughs> I, don't like I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that steak's been sitting on the grill a long time. You've got too it's many busted burnt. guarantees it's for that, burnt. buddy. <laughs> the steak is burnt. Tony, there are 42 bowl games. Unbelievable. How many, how into this are you? How many of these things do you think you'll watch? Uh, Not start to finish, but like kind of just flip around. How many do you think you watch? Just depends on where I'm at and when I'm at and where I'm at. It's not like well, appointment you, but, TV. Yeah, but you know I'm going to watch the big game, you know, the the big boys. Cincinnati's in? Yeah, I'm going to watch them. I'm going to watch them play. But If I'm home, it's on. Yeah, Troy, you're yeah, a bowl yeah. guy. I, I've become a, you know, you know me, Clip. I have actually evolved But you would, you would sit down and watch to, the whole game? No, 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 no. I used to hate the whole bowl structure. And then, like, we do this family pool that you know about, and there's a lot of money riding on it and stuff, so... Um, I do it, and now my boys participate in it. Yeah, Grandpa Lee started it. Now my uncle's taking it over. So, you know, that adds interest. Yes, so that adds interest because we have family rivalries of who can make the worst picks. And it's great. And usually one of the kids. Now, see, now that's fun. Yeah, yeah. now that's fun. But Maybe if, we should do but if you don't, but if you don't have that, you know, you know correct. Well, right. You know, so that gives it. me a reason. Yeah, there's a reason why people. I mean, honestly, the. I mean, what grew the nfl was sports gambling yeah you know my dad talked about that like in the 80s and Said if it wasn't for sports gambling the nfl wouldn't be what it is he talked about it in the 80s and they didn't embrace it until 2020 basically yeah now, now they have now, like they at one time they were like we'll never have a team in vegas yeah we'll never do this we'll never do that now now they've got like sports books sponsoring stadiums just about hell we yeah. were at the patriots stadium uh, Bet US or what? No, what was it? Um, one of those 
bet companies had the suite next to us, the two-story suite. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, I can't remember. I forget. But it was it was the gambling <laughs> site. I was like, man, I've never seen a two-story suite like with a spiral staircase in it. Like I mean, it was unbelievable. It was like at the end too, so it was like ten times as big as the normal suites. But it was the it was the gambling folks. That's where all the money's at, man. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Tony's old school. He still has a bookie. I was stuck in a regular suite with Tony, <laughs> slumming it. Oh wow, <laughs> slumming with cheesecake and, yeah. and beer and boy, I whatever. did see that tab. Did though. Tony get you a dollar popcorn while you were there? <laughs> I tell you what, we had a buddy that picked up the tab that owned the suite. There were probably about that's his. That's his. I suite. know. I know. Fifty people. I would say at the peak, fifty people probably in there. Probably. Can I say how much the? I mm. happen to see it. I don't. The bill came and it fell on the floor, and Ellerby was with me, and he picked it up and he didn't know what it was and he just handed it back to like the waiter or whatever, and uh, they gave it to Bob, the guy that owns the suite or you know is in charge of it, and we had you know it was a full it was a full four hour five hour eating drinking nonstop whatever you want there was no limits I wanted a. Um, I was going to oh. ask, again, you're never going to get to the end of this story, so I might as well break it out. <laughs> what were the food items there, Troy? What oh, well, they had, all right, so in the, stadium, well, hold on. Was... in the stadium down below, when we were we went to Tony's autograph session first, I walked by the concessions, and one of the concessions had shrimp cocktail, and they had four shrimp cocktail and the red sauce for like 25 bucks or whatever. I mean, it was crazy yeah. prices. We got into his suite. I, keep, I kept telling him, don't eat the food down yeah. here. Yeah, I kept yeah. telling him, don't we eat the food down here. We got into the suite, and they had a bowl the size of this table on ice with shrimp cocktail piled up by the probably a hundred of them oh, on ice. <laughs> and they were the big one, like the size of your fist. It was unbelievable. It was like the starter. So we probably ate a thousand dollars worth of just shrimp cocktail, <laughs> and then it was like, every, and then they bring like after you eat, and then he's already got a buffet set up, whatever you want. They constantly keep refilling it, and then after that, they bring this dessert tray out that is like the most glorious, gluttonous <laughs> dessert cart you could ever imagine, and everybody just gets whatever they want, and everything there. That's probably like twenty dollars a pop. I mean, it's probably, you know, thousands of dollars well, of desserts. Well, it was get to the point. What was the bill? I mean, you've been oh, telling this whole long and then I wanted, story. So I was how, long, a, how big was the bill? I was in my Red Bull and vodka <laughs> phase. And I was on sugar-free Red Bull and vodka. Phase? That was a phase in your life? Yeah, it kind of still is. But that's where it started, perhaps. All right. Oh, God. So they didn't have Red Bull. And the guy heard me order and said, sorry, we don't have it. We've got these other energy drinks. And he said, honest to God, I was, I was like, hey, no problem. You know, I wasn't going to, like, make a big deal about it. Bob heard it. He said, you go get him whatever he wants. Get him a Red Bull. I don't care where you have to find it. They went down to the catacombs of the stadium <laughs> and brought back a case of sugar-free Red Bull. I think I was the only person drinking it. Yeah. I mean, first of all, just one of those things is expensive, as you know. I was like, man, this guy's the greatest. You really needed that for your ego. Hey, hey, I was hey, like, this hey, is hey, unbelievable. Hey, hey, I mean, Cliff. it's generosity. And when, when he takes I've me, never met a guy more and, generous. And when he takes me that. to a game, all I get is used popcorn. One dollar popcorn, <laughs> half-eaten <laughs> by yes, his kids. I do share it. I bought you a beer last football game. I bought you a beer. I know. I got you one, too. No, you, you did. left. I went and got it for you. You took off. Man, Tony Tony ghosts me during a game. This is why I don't take it. It got cold, man. It got hungry. It got cold, man. He, Tony's like second quarter Tony. He can barely make it to the second quarter. Uh, I can I'm going to call you halftime Tony. I made it to the second quarter. I made it to halftime. I left at halftime. All right. So, anyway, the bill... Before tip, a fifteen-minute story. We could have got this thing done in two minutes. This is why I'm a pro, Tony. We've got a little extra time on the show. I can tell a little detail. 
I just know there's somebody sitting in their car because they want to hear the, the si- and I know they're and, and, and they're waiting for the bill in our skybox <laughs> for the Patriots game that day will be revealed right after that. <laughs> <laughs> what is, I kid you not. $23,000 for food and drink. And that's before a tip. Like, 23 I, I joked with Tony. I said, Bob could have bought himself a new Camry, but he, he took us to the game instead. That's disgusting. I mean, it was unbelievable. And I think every box is similar to that in many ways. Maybe oh, not as much as that. Sometimes but more, man. Yeah, yeah that one next to us, the Bob, gambling guys had Bob, more. Bob box is not the biggest box right. up there. That's what I'm saying. They had 100 people in the one next to us. But uh, incredible generosity. I've never been around a guy that was more generous. This dude must just absolutely be loaded. And was like, hey, thanking us for coming. I'm like, no, no, no. Thank you for letting us be here. Like, I mean, I want, you know, we should be kissing his ring, right? It's kind of good to know me, huh? Yes, you finally came through one time. <laughs> and during the break, Tony's like, when are you going to take me to a basketball game? <laughs> I, know, right? I told him, I'm going to take him to a, com- yeah, a game that matters. I, all I want to do is go to a, a conference basketball game. Hey, Clip, all I want to go to a basketball game and get some used popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you. I want to go to a good game, not these schlubs we're playing right now. I want to see a game. I don't matter. Buying the size team where it's a good time. They're, they're winning. They're what, what are they? Eight and two no, or something it's like great that? They're winning, but I want to take you to a conference game. Yeah. All right. That was good. We'll focus on we basketball when football season's over. You know gone. my rule. I'm, I'm going to be gone in a minute. You're going to be back in January? Yeah, that's true. They're off for like the next three weeks. Where are you going, Tony? Uh, we're going to Colorado. What we're island? We're going skiing. That's not oh, an yeah. island. You we're ski? We're going skiing, man. Where do you ski, Vale? Black people ski, bro. I've been skiing. Not many. <laughs> hmm. Where do you go skiing we're going, for real? We're going to, uh, what is it, Seacrest? Not Seacrest. Clearview or something. <laughs> I don't know. I've been to Colorado. It. It's in Colorado. Breckenridge? It's, it's not, Vail, it's not too far from Aspen. It's one of those things not, not too far from Aspen. Crest of Butte? It might be that. I know it's, it's Crest something. All right. A clear view. So you like? I to, think it's clear view. You skied before, I think. I'm a skier, man. Yeah, I, you I, like. I grew up, I, I grew up <laughs> with white people. Troy, I, I did. Uh, <laughs> this is I. I googled Clearview, uh, Colorado. <laughs> Tony, that uh, they've shut down the Clearview Behavioral Health. Uh, no, that's not mental clear. health facility. Yeah, that's that's clear are you sure yeah. they're not sending I, you to the crazy house? Finally? I think that's what Trudy's sending. <laughs> Why she goes and skis? Crap, we blew her cover. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, so, it's somewhere near Aspen. It's clear something. I don't know what it is. I grew up skiing at Aspen. Crescent, Crescent View or something. We should go skiing together. Some sometime. kind of view. That'd be fun. I'd be, I'd love to go skiing, man. Yeah. Well, it's expensive to get Troy, out of Colorado. Take him to now. a basketball game before you play. I know, right? Trip. What are you talking <laughs> about? I can't even get to a game. All right, <laughs> let's. Uh, All right, well, I'm committing. We'll go to a game in January. All right, let's make somebody Early a winner January. right now, Troy. Did. Is it time? It is definitely time. Let's open up the chest. Open it up. Three one seven twelve fifty is the number. And we got a lot of great prizes. We'll run them down when we return. But man. Who will be the next winner of the Pirate Radio Treasure Chest? We will find out on the other side of this timeout. Call now, 317-1250, for your chance to win. Back with more and our winner when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a look at your stock market report for today. The Dow was unchanged and closed at 35,754. The NASDAQ dropped 269 points and finished at 15,517. And the S&P was down 33 at 4,667. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Troy D., we just opened up the Pirate Radio treasure chest. Yeah, I got a little breaking news before we get to that. Uh, We contacted Tony's wife during the break to find out exactly where he's going, and he'll be skiing at Crusted Butt. (laughs) Crusted what? Crusted Butt is where you're going. All right, it's beautiful this time of year. Yeah, so enjoy your trip. What's it called? It's not called Crusted Butt. I thought that's what it's called. Crusted Butte. Oh, my bad. Uh, (laughs) You say tomato, I say tomato. Enjoy your trip. Let let me guess, it's spelled B-U-T-T-E? The E silent, Tony. It's Butte. Enjoy Butt Mountain. (laughs) 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 Sounds like the perfect place for you, my man. Oh, yeah. In the summer, they clear out the snow and have a little water, and it's called Swamp Ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Stop. I'm going to get a cramp laughing here. (sighs) Are you sick? I'm not sick. All right. I'm feeling a lot better, actually. I'm just cold again. You went back to the jackets. Well, I'm cold. You You got the COVID. I've got the cold. He got the COVID. Clip came up with that one. It's pretty funny. That yeah, was that. cold. Vid. All right. Uh, Jim Dillon is our winner. By the way, Troy, earlier today, Steve Hill uh, said he, he tweeted to him and Chad, we're going to see who could get more busy signals during the treasure chest. And it's man, it came down to the wire. Steve Hill tried Eight? 87 wow. times. It's amazing it. he can just do it that fast. Chad Moore finished with 85 always a bridesmaid never a bride. <laughs> they can't even win this yeah how about susan dean's coming in with 89 top tries? wow so uh that's how hard it is to get in that's just to, to get the, the phone ring i guess yeah. yeah but uh one man lucky enough to get in today and his name is jim dylan on the fixed nc live line not jerry dylan oh sorry <laughs> uh jim dylan joining us jim how you doing doing good Congratulations, man. Jim, are you sick? You sound kind of down. No, no, no. I'm I'm psyched. <laughs> You're what? This is his psyched voice. Oh, okay, okay. You seemed a little depressed. We need a little more energy from you. <laughs> it's a big deal, Jim. This could be the best thing to happen to Do you, you realize month. what you just won, Jim? <laughs> I will in a few minutes, I guess. <laughs> What's that? I couldn't hear you because of Tony's laugh. questions, I'm sure. <laughs> Well, let's get to it. What would you like to win in the treasure chest? Oh, man, any of it would be great. All right. You going to run down the list, Troy? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, Shirley, can you help me out, please? A trip to Rebute. <laughs> to Slippery Butte? Is that what it's called again? Cre- Crusty Butte. Crusted Butte. Crusted. Oh, All sorry. Right, here we go. Here's what's left in the treasure chest. You got a pirate gift basket from UBE. Takeout party for 10 for Parker, from Parker's Barbecue. $100 gift card to Emporium. $100 gift card from Chico's. Lazy Boy Recliner from Boston Soak Furniture. $100 gift card to ENS Hemp Company. $100 Jeez. gift card to Fleet Feet. 
Uh, ultimate party package from Sawyer's Fun Park. $200 gift card to Factory Mattress. $140 gift card to Revive Health and Wellness. Gift basket to Naughty Dog Brewing Company. $100 in gift cards to Dap House, Christie's Euro Pub, Sidebar, and Jarvis Street Bottle Shop. $100 gift card to Halo. $100 gift card to Bagel Man. Bush Light, Neon Sign, Bud Light Cooler, Beach Chair, two 15-packs of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. So those are the prizes left, Jim. Uh, anything in particular you're looking for? Well, the hemp thing doesn't sound bad, but I'm sure it's not what I think it is. Well, it could it's, be. You never know. What, it's a gift card, right? Yeah, a gift card to ENS Hemp. It's whatever you want there. Yeah. What did you think it was? You're picking the litter. <laughs> Well, it's not the illegal kind. <laughs> well, I hear that Delta Eight's pretty great, <laughs> so don't knock it. You also went a trip to Crescent Butte. <laughs> hey, they Crescent Crusty what? They probably got the Crescent good stuff uh, out there in Colorado. Yeah, exactly. So maybe there you go. You, you go buy some of that uh, stuff out there, Tony. Take it. Or you go buy some of the real stuff out there, the edibles and stuff. No, I can't do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Looks uh, legal out there, Crescent Butte. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to let Tony well, do the honors? No, thing? not yet. Jim. Oh, yeah. You got questions. <laughs> That's right. What do you do? <laughs> Why are you getting out into the business? I want to know. It's our business now. It, it, it business. Win here, I want to know about our listeners. Man, might, he might not want you, you to know what he do. Too bad. If he's calling here, we're going to get to know him. I'd like just to learn about our listeners. talked about how he wanted to find some illegal drugs. I don't think he cares about saying what he yeah, does, exactly. Tony. Exactly. He's oh, an okay. open book. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe he'd sell drugs. Well, then He might not want to tell you that. It's his prerogative, but I want to know. What do you do, Jim? Well, I got the skills to weigh him up on anyway. <laughs> All right, what's your job, real job, though? I work for a scale company here in Greenville. Scale company? You waste stuff. Uh, I told what? you, he, he yeah. told you he sells drugs. Yeah, he's, scale he's, really, he's, he's a you, freelancing <laughs> pharmacist. Yeah, what do you weigh, Jim? Is it in ounces? <laughs> <laughs> Here's your bag. The phone's kind of cracking, too. Is your phone line tapped? You got people watching you, Jim? Jim the drug dealer. <laughs> it's called a scale company, Tony. <laughs> we weigh things. Company. How oh big are these God. scales? Are they like, you know, it's fit on the table, or are these like big scales that you, industrial? We do we do everything from analytical balances to railroad scales, industrial. Okay. Oh, wow. Hmm. We, don't, we don't do food lines and Walmarts and stuff, but. I will say, Troy, you always you do this, and it is fascinating to find out what people do out there. I will say our listenership is very has a wide variety yeah. of interests and hobbies and jobs, Indeed. and I find it fascinating too. You got any more questions? No, I'm good, Jim. Do you have any questions for us? No, no. no. Hey, Jim, you think we're gonna win the uh, the, the military bowl? What did I win? <laughs> oh, he don't even know what he won. <laughs> See how I reverse it? Ask him if he had any questions for us. That's, that's his gonna, only question. That's going to be my new what, thing. What did I win? Jim, turkey or ham on this uh, thanks on this uh, Christmas? Oh, we have steak. Wow. Good call. Big time. Big man. Good call. Yeah. My man. Steak and, steak and oysters. I'm sorry. All right. I'm hesitant to have Tony do this because last time he did it, he screwed it up. Remember? I don't even know the last time I did it, anything. I, we put I, him I, on treasure chest probation because he I, couldn't I've never do it even right. been in this box you before. Mi- not this one. Past years, you mispronounced I, I, the client's name. I think he you, can handle it. All right. I'll hand it to you and then that's, you read that's it. That's the fun part about it. All right. It, I'll let you read it then. All right, Shirley. Open it up. My glasses are up. <laughs> <laughs> all right now get excited you want to say I, I, jim I, I, I gotta say i gotta be really excited yeah, about get it. excited okay. jim you are the proud <clears throat> new recipient 
of this. Oh boy, hope you didn't. Don't screw up the client's names. Hey Jim, you are a proud new recipient of. You're going to Crystal Butte, Colorado. You and your wife and two kids can come along. I told you not to let him do it. What did I say? Ada, you're right. You ready for the trip, Jim? It's all expense paid by Tony. All expense paid by Tony and Trudy. Pirate Radio. (laughs) Okay, Jim. Here we go. This is for real. All right, Jim, are you there? Uh, All right, get ready. You won $100 in gift cards at Dap House, Christy Euro, Euro Pub, Sidebar, Jarvis Street, Bottle Shop. Wow. Awesome. How about that? Great prize. Awesome. That is pretty good. That sounds good. $100 uh, in that, gift cards to all those places. Chandler, is that $100 each or total $100? Are they good at any of those? $100 total. Okay. $100, $100 total. total. I got you. So you get $25 to each place. That's fantastic. Cool. Congrats, Jim. Jim, do we have your information? I appreciate it. Hey, Jim, wouldn't you rather right. go to uh, uh, Crescent Butte, uh, Colorado, though? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Jim can weigh stuff for you out there. That's right. Weigh it by the pound. All right, Jim Dillon, our big winner today. Thank you for tuning in, Jim. Jim, thanks for listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Yep. Well done, Tony. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Tony, why'd you maybe a little bad? I, Thank, I, thanks for giving me an opportunity, Troy. Welcome. I appreciate that. I figured man. you could do it. <laughs> Even though. Well, how did they make you look bad? I don't know. You you, you kind of fumbled it there at the beginning. You did recover. <laughs> but I, I trusted you. I was afraid he won't to be able handle to say this. House. I thought it was going to go that. The DAP House. Well, that wouldn't be. The, it stands for. Dickinson Avenue, yeah, Public House. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, nah, did Tony do good enough that now next time you'll let him go again? Or? Maybe. Maybe. All right, we'll talk yeah. about it. Had to get your reps in though. Yeah. Let's good. get uh, our last. He's done break. worse. I'll say that he's done worse. <laughs> we'll come back. I don't know who the Patriots play. We'll have to. Uh, see We're if... off this week, baby. Okay. We'll see if we can find a guarantee for uh, Tony out there though. I hey. got one for you. Well, all right. Hey, I got Sun- one too. Sunday night. Who plays Sunday oh, night? Yeah. NFL <laughs> prime time. <laughs> Sunday Bears, night? Packers. Troy's oh guaranteed. Oh, my God. I, I definitely got a guarantee for that game. I'm throwing you that's easy, easy guarantee. Low-line right fruit there. right here. Easy my guarantee. God. We'll see if uh, there are any more guarantees out there when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your Bucks scoreboard. A couple of uh, college basketball games of note tonight. Number 7, Texas, is at number 23, Seton Hall. That kicks off or tips off at 630. Bethune Cookman, uh, Cookman, geez, at uh, is at NC State. That also tips off at six thirty, and then number one Purdue is at Rutgers, and that tip off is at seven o'clock. That's a look at your Buck scoreboard. Brought to you by the Buccaneer Music Hall, your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates. Open from noon until two a.m. with live music every night, and now during football season, they have food trucks during the day. Follow the Buck on Facebook and Instagram for an updated schedule, and we'll see you at the Buck. Now back to you, Clip. Sorry. <laughs> Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. About to wrap it up here on a Thursday. Hopefully you warm up, Troy D, or maybe today's just a goner and you'll warm up on Friday. I was thinking about getting one of those heated blankets. Yeah. 
Not Does like this mean problem. you'll actually turn the heat up in the building now? Because you usually like to keep the uh, the heat in the building I'm, at a at a I don't know if that's, that's me. Eskimo that level. Because he's cheap. That might be someone else. <laughs> That I, might be someone else? Yeah, I like it warm. Popcorn prices are going up, Tony. I know. I, don't know I understand that, man. Unbelievable. Um, all right. So, congrats to Jim Dillon, who won out of our treasure chest today. We'll make you a winner coming up on Friday. The local pharmaceutical rep. He's, uh, <laughs> I mean, scale guy. Scale guy. Yeah. Uh, Tony, yes, Washington, sir. Dallas. All of a sudden, it's an important game on Sunday. Who you got? Oh, man, I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think Washington has have enough uh, offense to keep up with Dallas, though. So I got to go with Dallas, man. You know, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, I think sorry. you might be right. Sorry, Clip. Green Pack- Bay and Chicago. Sunday night. The Spectacular Bears. on NBC. The Bears. Around what, 7-15? The Bears. No, they've been eight. playing this game after 8. eight. Oh, the eight Bears. Who you like? The Bears. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, Not uh, the Bears. Aaron Rodgers, I hear, owns the Bears, so I'm hoping after the game we can have a discussion with him about firing our coach and general manager. I still own you. He's right. That was they, earlier this year, right? Yeah, yeah, that was at the game I was at. Oh, in, yeah. Uh, in Chicago. That's right. I went to that one in person. And they Nagy was asked about that this week. In, in typical Nagy form, uh, we're aware of it. <laughs> that was his answer. Yeah. yeah. Well, not much you can do about it. No. Right? He do, the, he, he, the guy's right. Ah, uh, your Patriots are off to any uh, any guarantees. How about uh I guarantee that the Buffalo Bills lose two in a row. They're gonna get beat by my Tom Brady and the Buck uh Tampa Bay Bucks down in Tampa. That's I heard a, a lot. That's a guarantee. Wow, uh, there's your guarantee. Buffalo folks. will lose on Sunday. He's got the right, Bucks. You owe us a steak dinner if it doesn't happen. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I will I will I will take right. you guys both of you. All right. Like go both Bills. Of Let's go both of both, both of you. I heard a lot of um coming off that monday night loss that the bill like that not only did they lose that game they lost the season like they were emasculated you know to get ready <laughs> you know it's so i don't know if you can go as so, far as lose the season it's so week to week tony they could bounce yeah. back but, but yeah but that one like they felt back like a win over tampa bay but it's gonna be tough man because they, they gotta play tampa bay yeah and then we, then we, play, the we, we play them in a couple more weeks All right so you know it's it's not gonna be easy for buffalo bills to uh win the AFC East this year. That's yeah. not going to happen. Hey, I, I got another guarantee. I guarantee that New England Patriots wins the AFC East. That's a guarantee. If I lose, take you guys out to dinner. Two, two, two steaks then. All right. Wow. Nice. All of a sudden, we're big Bills fans, yeah. Troy D. So, uh, let's go, <laughs> Buffalo. All right, Tony, good to see you, man. Yeah, man. Are you back? Am I back uh, next week? Yeah. That's my last That's week before Christmas. You, yes. I'll be here. I'll All be right. in town. We'll see awesome. You guys got to call me to remind uh, me. Uh, you know how that is. You right? did not remind me, but amazingly, I still reminded Tony. <laughs> you're right. I didn't, but you're right. Yeah. But, but it's I, okay. I thought you were good today. Yeah. From our discussion <laughs> earlier. So. Right. All right. I was, I was good. He's here. We're all happy. Next week, I will. you remind me to remind you, yeah. and then I'll remind you to remind Tony. Probably not a bad There you policy. go. There you go. There's the circle of yeah, That's it. That's it. And then to, we'll have to hear about Tony's visit to Crusted Butt. <laughs> Wait, when is that's that happening? That's after. That's yeah. after. That's not yeah, after. I know. I said we'll have one more appearance, and then we'll have to hear about it. That's right. In the new year. Shirley, Chandler, CJ. It's Chris and Butte. Hope your Crusted Butts are doing well. <laughs> Troy D, we'll talk to you on Monday. Let's go to Crescent Butte. Tony, we'll see you next week. We're going to Crescent Butte. So long, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.